I think I have my mics open. <laughs> I got you turned off. I, I got that's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. I didn't realize A Dog left the mics open last night. Crazy. Good thing we didn't say anything bad about anybody. That's true. <laughs> That'd be bad. It'd be terrible. It'd be terrible. Hey, uh, we are in the studio tonight. It's Golden Image Radio, home of all your local uh, original and favorite rock. And our guest is Duke West. What's going on, bub? <laughs> we, uh, can you pull that mic towards you a little bit more? Don't be afraid of it. Get right up in it. It doesn't bite. And I swear that's not the one that Scott was sitting on earlier. <laughs> <laughs> not me. Yeah, you. I would never do that. <laughs> For all of our friends listening on the web stream on Pirate Radio, if uh, you go to ustream.tv, you can see Duke live and in, in person off the webcam. <laughs> if they really want to do that. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know. You just never know. <laughs> well, we had a bunch of them on there. They all left. They heard my voice, and they said, that's it. This is not. <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> Unfortunately, the uh, most of the pirate radio, the web broadcast, is not quite as clear. So, and the ladies in the house go for me. For you. Oh, geez, that's not fair. It's not fair. Anyways, welcome, Duke. Welcome, to Golden Image Radio. Thank you. Thanks for making the trip down here to uh, hang out with us here in the studio tonight. It is uh, February 17th, 2010, and I just want to wish you a happy belated birthday. Well, thank you, sir. I know, I know you had a birthday last week. Yes, I did. How does it feel to finally be 30? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 30 plus. Yeah. We, we won't go plus. We'll just yeah. call you 30. And, okay. And be done. <laughs> I yeah. can't remember 30. I have socks older than that. Oh. I can't remember 30 either. <laughs> he can't remember yesterday. He can't, he can't remember 30 seconds ago. That's all that. Uh, <laughs> what do you say? I mean, you know, that's Scott for you. What? What? Mm-hmm. Right on. What do, you, what do you, I don't even want to know. See, she distracts me from a lot of things. I'm just saying, you know. I'm not doing anything. She's cleaning up your mess. Uh, actually, that's T-Bone D's mess. That, uh, and she threw it on top of my paper. Right on. <laughs> well, we're here with Duke tonight. He just uh, finished his book. I should have had the had that book in there so they could see it on the webcam. That's right. You should. Why don't you run that into him real quick? I could do that. All right. I knew you could. Uh, I'm just finish. bring it back so I can ask questions from it. Oh, well, just go in and hold it in front of the camera. Okay. Well, now give it to him so he can hold it. Because every time we mention the book, he can just hold it up. Right. That's fine. Sure. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to do. 
Uh, there it is. How's that? There's the book. Long days and short pays. Yes. Mm-hmm. And do you like the color? <laughs> the color. The color's good, actually. I, I'm a big fan of the color. Hey, very good. <laughs> well, let's uh, tell us tell us a little bit about the book, and then we'll then we'll dive into some of the old stories and and stuff like that. Well, it goes back to my years in professional wrestling. Uh, about six years I spent wrestling and then went into refereeing, and you remember that? I, I remember the refereeing bit. days. Yep, remember those. <laughs> um, it must have been too remarkable as a wrestler. You don't remember that. I, that yeah. okay. <laughs> Even when we did it in your front yard, you didn't remember. So that's, that's not a good thing. But, I, I, and, and once again, just real quick, how old was I when you guys wrestled in my uh, front yard? Not very old, actually, no. <laughs> I uh, I remember I remember um I had a Millennium Falcon I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I I got involved in uh, professional wrestling. I actually had an uncle that was in the business many years ago and a big wrestling fan, grew up a big wrestling fan family and decided to try to get into the business and hooked up with a gentleman in Detroit and made a few trips up there to uh train with him and he wound up sending me back to Indiana. Uh, he said it was more convenient, but I think maybe he just wanted to get rid of me. But I uh, uh, wound up at a gym operated by Homer Miller over in uh, Kingsford Heights, and that's where I met with your dad. Right. And he kind of helped train me and uh, moved me along, and we became pretty darn good friends. We did a lot of lot of traveling, a lot of road time together, and uh, this is old school wrestling, the old days. Yes, the thing uh, about the, the what I love, uh, what I love, and, and you mentioned it in in the book. Uh, from what I read, was is that we're talking old school wrestling back when matches were an hour long. <laughs> yeah, you know, some of them didn't go the whole hour. You know right. that they were slided for, but unlike the five minutes that you catch on WWE now, <laughs> right? And I think that's part of the reason why I wrote the book because I saw uh, it's, it was a dying. What we did was a dying thing. It was gone, and uh, I wanted to put some of those stories down. And, and a lot of people would ask me about my wrestling days and to tell them stories, and some of them would laugh. And right. you got to write this down. You got to write this down. <laughs> so uh, eventually, I did. Right on. And uh, found a publisher, and uh, they picked it up, and here we are. Right on. It, and it's done. It's done finally. <laughs> it, it, I can't. Uh, I, I, I my timeline's off because. Uh, I'm trying to remember when uh, I could probably go back and find the email, but uh, mm-hmm. when you had got, got a hold of me and and sent me the a manuscript to read, right. and mm-hmm. uh, but it hasn't really been that long. The publishing went pretty quick, didn't it? No, actually, it's been about a year in the making. Really, from the time I actually finished it and and got it to the publisher and uh, the editing and rewrites and right. more, write more and uh, <laughs> change this and add this and uh, so it's it was a long. Long, difficult process. About the time I thought it was done, uh, he'd come back and say, well, can you do this? Can you add this? Or tell me more about this. Right and, on. Uh, and uh, he would ask me questions and uh, jar my memory a little bit, which isn't so good anymore. Um, what, are you kidding me? I can't remember you wrestling in my front yard. <laughs> uh, you were small. You had an excuse. Okay. I'm There's going- a picture in the book that shows he was in your front yard. I, yes, I, I was. Never doubted it one bit. Yeah. One bit. Yeah, we enter- entertained the Amish that day. <laughs> yes, Amish I- buggies parked along the road watching us, your, your dad and I, wrestling in, in your front yard. <laughs> in a ring. A big ring. A you know, the thing is, is, they probably went home and tried that themselves. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> 
We break out the wagon. Yeah, <laughs> we can do it right on the wagon. It'd be great. Uh, real quick, everybody listening on Pirate Radio, I know uh, I'm looking and see there's a, uh, a couple people on the web stream. Um, the sound quality is okay. It's not that great. But if you want to go to www.ustream.tv, uh, there is some live video. The audio is much better. Uh, just, uh, just so you know, that's www.ustream.tv dot tv ustream.tv and look up golden image radio at ustream.tv and uh, it's just it's just a little bit better and when you see the big ugly guy in the red sweater you're there you found him <laughs> <laughs> i i'm watching uh, that's amazing i'm watching it. it's up to 15 people on the web right now on the web itself so uh, like all those 15 people if you go to ustream the letter u stream.tv we have live video and the audio is a little bit better than the web stream but uh, i want to thank everybody for tuning in so hang out with us uh, we're uh, talking to duke west right here i'm gonna call you duke all night you know you that don't you? call me that that's fine <laughs> i've been called a lot worse over the years i'll trust me. bet uh, <laughs> well in the book you talk about playing the heel yes yes mm-hmm. As as a as a wrestler, uh, what your is dad the, taught me that. Well, and, <laughs> and I I gave you a DVD of some of the old stuff that Carl gave yeah. me, and uh, I hope that uh, <laughs> I hope that um, you get a kick out of some of that. But uh, yeah, I think he played the heel quite well. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was it's 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 fun. I mean, it was a lot of fun. We had fun, and uh, it was uh, we put on some good shows. Right. So, what's the craziest thing that ever happened to you? Oh. As, as a heel. <laughs> oh, probably. Uh, uh, this one time we, when I was with your dad and we uh, went to. No! Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> uh, we went someplace and and uh, and I didn't sign autographs because I was the bad guy. Right. And uh, and these little kids came down. We were out watching the, the matches and we weren't even dressed or anything. I, I think your dad went back in the dressing room and I was standing there and. These little kids came down along the rail there in the stands and put out this paper for me to sign an autograph. And I just kind of looked at him and gave him a kind of a snarly look and trying to be the bad guy. And uh, he kept begging me to sign his paper, give him my autograph. And I finally, you know, it's a little kid. What the heck? I'll give him my autograph. Right. So I signed the uh, thing and handed it to him. And he's walking back up the the steps there in the bleachers or the stands there. It was a Coliseum. And he stops, and he's looking at the signature, and he goes, Oh, I know you. And he starts ripping it up. And next thing I've got this confetti coming down. <laughs> um, a few uh, few cups of Coca-Cola came down. Oh. Um, or something. It was yeah, liquid. You hope it was, I hope it was Coca-Cola. Um, so that was kind of a... Interesting experience to uh, so I didn't sign autographs anymore after uh, that, for anybody <laughs> except for you in the book. Well, that's it. and I appreciate that so You're much. You're the only one. I did. <laughs> yeah. No, there's another signed copy out there. But just one other one. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. My wife didn't want me to sign hers. I don't know why. <laughs> Of course, she tells everybody she doesn't know where it came from. Uh, I don't know. I bought it at the garage sale for a quarter. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you can pick up the book at crowbarpress.com. Right. Or there was Wrestling Legends 1. The number one, wrestlinglegends.com. Okay. And you go to in the top center, I think it says Hot Off the Press, and you click on uh, Long Days and Short Pays. Right. 
And it's Pink Manor. You can't miss it. <laughs> and it takes you to the book, gives you the excerpts and how to order it. And, right. Uh, and some of the other books at Crowbar Press are in there, too. If you're an old-school wrestling fan, it's a great resource to, right. to hear from some of the old the old wrestlers, some of the guys that had names, not Duke West, the Canadian Rose, who wasn't a big <laughs> name. But uh, Well, now, uh, who else is on there? Let me look it up real quick, and I'll uh, I'll be able to tell you. Maybe. Why don't you look it up? What What do I pay you for? <laughs> what am I looking up? Sorry. Crowbarpress.com. Uh, well, you have Bruiser Brody's in there. Uh, okay. He has a book in there. Uh, uh, the Assassin. Uh, Bruno Lauer. Uh, there's there's quite a few on there. Ivan Koloff and J.J. Uh, Dillon. Some people remember he's with, been with WWE okay. as well. Uh, and, of course, me. Which is not exciting, but it's there. And, <laughs> I'm excited. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad you remember me so well. <laughs> oh man, I, you know, uh, we used to. I remember having a lot of fun. I remember having a lot of fun going to the shows in Lima and and yep. uh, you know doing the shows in Warsaw and in Plymouth and stuff like that. Um, had a lot of fond memories of all that, but the one thing that always sticks out that I always remember about those shows is sleeping in the back seat on the way home, all bundled up in his fireman gear because I didn't have the blankets or anything like yeah. that. That was all I had. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a lot of hours in in that car uh, listening to Richard Pryor tapes, and your dad looked his, uh, he had them all memorized, and he would go along with them, and uh, you know he had this laugh where he'd stick his tongue out and. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, yeah. He he did some pretty exciting things with me. <laughs> oh, and a lot of those are in the book. A lot of those are in the book. The story of the snake. I don't know if you remember his snake. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember the snake. Yes. Monty Python. Yep. Yep. Monty, Monty. Python. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Um, oh, well, I I did read in the book that you were very fearful of snakes. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't say I'm real fearful. I just have great respect for snakes. Great respect. Yes, I don't, uh, you know, uh, don't go out looking for them. <laughs> you I like see to, them, I don't pick them up. Let them be. Leave them where they're at. Right on. And, uh, you know, if they're coming towards me, I can still move pretty fast for an old fat man. <laughs> and, can get out of the way. Uh, yeah, and, and your dad would wrap this thing around his neck. And we, the first time he had it, we were ref, I was refereeing the match. He got this after I quit wrestling and started right. refereeing. And he gets in the ring with this snake. Well, he asked me before, he said, are you afraid of snakes? Of course, I wasn't going to say yes, because I knew what would happen. <laughs> I said, that's okay. You know, don't bother me any. Right. So I figured that would end it, and he'd forget the whole thing. No. So I'm in the ring in the corner, and here comes your dad with this snake wrapped around his neck. He climbs, climbs into the ring, and he walks right up to me and sticks that <laughs> snake's head right in my face. And, you know, he says, give him a little kissy kissy. Something like that. And, uh, That's it. I forgot about that. And, and, and I just had to, had to stand there and pretend I wasn't afraid uh -huh. and uh, hope I didn't lose control of my <laughs> bowels or something. <laughs> and then, of course, after that, he had one time, you know, after he'd gotten rid of the snake and uh, we were going someplace and he picked me up and... Uh, Ran out the car and opened the back door to throw my gear in. He says, hey, be careful where you throw that. You know, Monty's back there. And I about died. <laughs> <laughs> he was lying, of course. but uh, yeah. And then he had to hiss at me the whole way on the whole trip. So. <laughs> you see, these are the things I missed out on. See, I didn't know he was scared of the snake. See, I was just back in the locker room with the snake laying on me. Just, I'll, I'll, I'll watch him while you just go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You go do your thing. I'll watch the snake. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember he was somewhere on a track, 
And I remember him actually walking into the stands with that snake after some oh, yeah. some female that he knew, <laughs> and uh, chased her clear out of the damn stands with that <laughs> snake. <laughs> yep. What are you gonna you know What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, he, he liked to have fun. He liked to pick on me, and of course I give it back to him a few times. Too, well, yeah, but it was part of the part of the fun. We had a good relationship, and uh, he was a loyal friend and uh, just a great guy to be around and and. Uh, Missing, sure do. I do too. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah, uh, I actually you do the figure and what is uh, what is what year is this? Is 2000? He's almost been gone 20 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep finding that hard to believe. Yep, yeah, and uh, uh, I, I say I never never forget that uh, you know when I got away from it, uh, the wrestling business altogether, and I think your dad continued for a while, and and uh, he used to call me up once in a while, and we'd chat, and then. Uh, just one of those things where I was busy with my career and he was doing his thing and we just kind of never heard from him. Uh, I never, I lost track of him. Yeah. And uh, just came a time when it just, it came into my mind just for a month or more. I don't remember how long exactly it was, but it was for quite some time. It, it, uh, I kept thinking about him, thinking, you know, maybe we ought to, ought to track him down and get some of the guys there just do one more show for charity. Just something to be cool to do, right. just to to make money for somebody, and just just to have some fun again. And uh, never, I couldn't get it out of my mind. And that's when I got the call that he was not doing well, and he wanted to see me. And uh, drove up to South Bend. He was in the hospital there, and uh, I never forget walking in there and taking hold of his hand, and and he looked at me and he said, "You know, I think we could do one more show." <laughs> and it just it just floored me. I mean, I just uh, about lost it. Uh, many many years we had together uh, traveling together and uh, I say he was a, a loyal friend and he'd, he'd do anything for you yep and uh, I did not do well at that hospital I'm just gonna say I, understand. <laughs> I, I don't I didn't do well either but, uh, uh, I was there for him and, yeah and, yeah and yeah it was uh, I remember there was a group of us that went up yeah. because you know uh, I was hanging out with the Stouters and and Scotty and and uh, you know Keith was the one that got the call, said he was in up there. And, right. of course, you know, he was there to tell me. And I think it was the next day we headed up that way. And it was just a couple of days after that that uh, that he was gone. But uh, right. um, I do believe he wrestled, like, up to, like, the week before he found out he was sick and got hurt. Really? Yeah. yeah I, I yeah. think so. I think he did. Oh, yeah. We lost track. Of, you, you talk about losing track. It was my dad, and I lost track of him for yeah. a while. Yeah. You know, things weren't. I knew where he was. I mean, I didn't like lose track of him, but um, you know, we kind of lost each other for a while. But uh, luckily, we got to we got to you know hook back up in, yeah. in the last few months. So yeah, he. I, I was glad that I got the call and got that chance to yeah. uh, to be with him one more time. And and uh, uh, he used to call him. I know the last I. Heard from him. He was working at a night watchman at the van company yes. down there on the highway, and and he could use their phone, so he'd call me long distance. <laughs> <laughs> so he would call me up, and we'd chat. I stopped in there one night to see him. We were going through, and I stopped in one night. I said, uh, you know, just popped in. He's working working the security, and and he's like, hey, come on, come on to the back. I was like, all right. So he gets out there, and at one end of that place is where they do all the seed installations and stuff mm -hmm. like that and they got those big old washers he goes all right can you make that door and we sat there for an hour and threw washers down. <laughs> you, got, you didn't hit the door you lose yeah 
And then, of course, he had to show me. He goes, well, you know, you do passes every hour or so. But uh, in that time, you can go in this van right here and watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, he's, I'm serious. He's just sitting and watch and lay in the vans and watch movies until yep. it's time to do a round. And then he, well, he went. Yeah, we're going to the office and make long distance calls. <laughs> <laughs> Under dime, what the heck? <laughs> Why know? not? Yeah, yeah. Screw them. What do they need it for? <laughs> They're making hand money hand over fist. That's right. <laughs> well, let's see. All right. I, I wrote down. I wrote down a few questions here because okay. uh, you know I'd like to be able to have something. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe one or two. Uh, and which would be a good one to go to? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's start off with it. We know I've known you as Duke for a long time, right? And it's, it's, I'm assuming Duke is like the nickname that you. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, where yeah. did Duke come from? Actually, way back uh, when I was a youngster in school, I was a big John Wayne fan. I watched a lot of John Wayne movies, and so some of the kids I ran with started calling me Duke. Right on. And so when I started wrestling, I just. Pick that up because uh, Harold didn't sound too intimidating. Um, <laughs> Harold the Canadian Rose. Yeah, yeah. I just, well, that might have worked. It might have worked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want people to think I really was gay. <laughs> I just wanted to kind of make them think. Maybe, I just need that persona that. for like yeah, an hour, yeah, yeah. and then I'm going back to be a man. That's right. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so you you wrestled under the Canadian Rose and right. under Mean Duke West. Yep. Yeah, All right, and, the and, briefly. The pre- and the preacher, briefly. And the preacher. The creature. The creature. The creature. Wore now, you, a mask. You yeah. wore the mask for I that one. I wore the mask for that one. Is know. it difficult to wrestle in a mask? I hated it. <laughs> it didn't, didn't last long. It was hot, and I sweat like a pig anyway. And, and, uh, and uh, I, I, in fact, last summer or last spring, I went to a wrestler's reunion down in Mobile, Alabama, and that, a young guy that's just starting into business down there, and he's telling me about working under the mask and how much he enjoyed it, and... I said, I didn't really like it. You know, it was too hot and too nasty. And he says, you know, he says, uh, they got this new material, and it's really great. I just patted him on the shoulder and said, well, good luck with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Are, are you okay back here? I'm all right. I yeah. shut your mic off, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn it back on. Are you done? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't imagine. I, I mean, I've I've put one on. And it's like, holy crap! How do, you, how do you work in this? Yeah, and and of course, your dad also. When I wrestled him and I wore the the mask, he he loved to twist it a little bit so I couldn't see. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't like that either because you never knew what was going to come at you or what he was going to do to you at that time. But uh, yeah, he always made sure it was twisted around so so I couldn't see. He wouldn't try to pull it off. He just twist it. Just yeah, and just uh, enough made it a little difficult to see what was going on. And, <laughs> And uh, he got a big kick out of that. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, yeah, he really did. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, and you'll see it on the DVD, mm-hmm. but uh, I remember um, uh, how he always had his had his weapon. Right. And uh, how well you two worked together, you as a referee, uh, how well he could hide that from you. Yeah. And uh, I always thought that was great because uh, you just like, you guys knew each other so well. Oh, yeah. That you yeah. knew exactly. It's like, how does he not see that? <laughs> wait, wait, it's right there. It's, yeah. But, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's why we did so well wrestling against each other. A lot of times we'd be wrestling against each other because we knew each other. So we'd done it so often. I mean, we could just. 
okay, what do you want to do? Okay, that's boom, how do you do it? You know, it was, uh, <laughs> you know uh, he knew what I could do. I knew what he could do. And right. Everything just went went great. Nice, nice. Uh, our good friend Carl Russ, which you know as uh, more as Ben Patrick, he was yep. on the Flying Tigers. Oh, yeah. He uh, likes to tell the story about the time that my dad uh, beat him up with a Cheeto. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, he he could find anything and turn it into a, a dramatic weapon that people just <laughs> would freak out. You know, and I'm like, a, a piece of paper one time. He wanted up a piece of paper, and he, you, you thought he was, you know. Yeah, he thought he had a, he thought uh, the guy had, he had a dagger in his hand or something, and, <laughs> and the people were going crazy, and I'm like, it's a piece of paper. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he signed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, yeah. well, I've got I've got his bag around here somewhere. It had some of the uh, old weapons in it, like yeah. uh, like uh, uh, I think it was a chain off of a lamp. You know, one of those lamp chains yep. that just kind of decorative. There was that, and of course the uh, taped up piece of cardboard that was always one of my favorites. Oh yeah, but, uh, yeah, and the tongue depressors. Yes, yeah. We <laughs> tape those up, and uh-huh. yeah. every time they yeah. work. Yep. yep. So you missed out on all this. This is good did. stuff. I did. <laughs> well, Carl, we went to a couple. We did. We actually got to uh, when we first. It was funny because I, I was working with a kid at the hospital, and uh, he wanted to be a professional wrestler. And he's like, "Oh yeah, your dad was a pro wrestler." He goes, "Can you? Can you? Uh, you have the internet. Can you help me find a school? That's what. I, that's what I want to go do." And I said, well, "Okay." Well, he goes, "Well, I know Al Snow's got one." And, of course, then I was like, Al Snow, I didn't know Al was in the WWE because I just totally just pushed wrestling off the right. side. And I went online to look it up, and, of course, that's how I found Carl. Where was I going with this? What were we talking Oh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I got lost there for a second. Shut up! <laughs> uh, so I found Carl that way. and mm-hmm. hadn't seen Carl in a long time. And he come down to jam with us a couple of times, and then he, him, and Larry were doing a, a match in New Haven, and we took a, a friend of ours that wanted to be a wrestler too. Mm-hmm. We took him over to the match, and I think that was the last time Carl wrestled, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but yeah, so much fun. Larry doesn't do much anymore. <laughs> Carl did all the work that night. Larry's but. a little crazy. <laughs> I can picture that. Yeah. I remember them quite well. Yeah, but, but they did a they did a great job. They were a great team. Yep. And uh, I say back back in those days, we didn't make money. We just had fun, and and we wanted to put on a good show for the fans. And 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 uh, you know, I, I'm not. I don't like today's wrestling. Yeah. But yeah, you can't knock it. They're making money. <laughs> They're making lots They're and making lots a of lot money. of money. And of course, this happens just a few years after I'm out of the business. Uh, everybody starts making money, but that's okay. Uh, uh, money isn't everything. I had fun. That's right. That was I what it was all about. It. Yeah. And, and you know, your 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 dad had fun, and uh, I mean, every time you went with him, it was an adventure. Um, <laughs> And of course, he'd always call if, if if I was on a show that he wasn't on. He'd call and find out how things went. Tell me who was there, what went on, and and uh, that was a I think that's one of the stories in the books about the time that he wanted to know what happened and who who won the match that I was in. And I said, well, I think it was uh, you know like row nineteen, seat nine, because the guy was uh, got me out of the ring and he was going to run my head into the cement wall in the back of the thing and all of a sudden you know i'm going back going towards this wall and all of a sudden i realize he's not there 
I turn around, he's got his foot caught in one of the chairs because the fans all scattered as we were coming out. And he's trying to shake this chair off of his foot. And I had to turn around and go back and beat him up a little bit and take the chair off of there. And, uh, but your, your dad got a big kick out of that. But I said, row 19, seat 9. I think they won. They, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the ticket holder for. Yes. <laughs> That was just one of the crazy things that happened. You know, we'd have rings break, and uh, and I'm a referee in the match where the the ropes broke. When your dad hit the ropes, and the the ropes broke, and I'd never seen him uh, afraid, but I saw this deer in the headlights look <laughs> because I was sure he was sure, and I was sure he was going right out uh-huh. on his head and the, the concrete floor. But he managed to hang on and. Uh, uh, they couldn't fix the ring, and he says, "No, nope, we're gonna we're gonna finish this thing up." So, we actually finished that whole evening of shows with with just two ropes. With, well, the, the all the ropes were sagging because it was the cross. There's a cross piece oh, underneath, that's right? Uh, steel cables that hold the, uh, the posts taut and keep the ropes tight. And that one of them snapped, and it just allowed the post to bend in, and right, and the ropes just kind of drooped down. <laughs> so, it was very interesting trying to. I uh, I set the, I set a ring up a time or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I remember you being there. On the... I did very well at it. Thank you very much. I'm sure yeah. you did. Yeah, I had it down to a science too. Yep, your dad used to drag a lot of rings around the, oh, for man. Homer and uh, other people. That yeah, you talked about that. That's another thing you talked about in the book was uh, the different rings that you that you guys yeah. uh, toted around, including the. Uh, the like the one you guys hated to use it was like a trailer ring or something like that oh, I, yeah. for, I forget yeah. exactly what a, what you called it but uh yeah it, it was made to just hook right up to it and drag it you fold the thing folded up right which was fine but in order to have you have to have a hinge in the middle of this thing which is a pretty thick piece of metal right and uh, landing on it was not fun <laughs> um, i mean there's no way to pad that thing enough to right and, and of course it sloped down because it it worn down over the years right. and, and where it folded down it just kept sloping off to the sides and uh, it made it a little awkward <laughs> a little uncomfortable to work in but, but we'd do it anywhere anyway uh, it, yeah, it didn't matter it didn't did matter it? Uh, somebody wanted to show we were going to give it to them right on yeah, yeah. it could be in yeah. your front yard yeah it's going to be in your front yard for the Amish yeah, it's fine yeah. they didn't pay us either <laughs> bastards what's up with that <laughs> so uh once again while we got all the listeners on um i'm uh, sorry the chat room but we have a chat room here too in case ah. anybody wants to chat with us you know they can always chat but uh uh the website is crowbarpress.com where you can order the book and what's uh what 15.95 plus uh, shipping and handling yeah, fifteen ninety five. I think he charged me twenty five ninety five for this one, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wait Maybe a minute! I ripped off. I'm gonna look at that price again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, can I, can you? Uh, I'll put that link up here in just a little bit. Let's see what I, I can. I've been trying to learn how to actually uh, type and talk at the same time. Yeah. Um, it's not real easy. I can do it. Yeah. No, I'm I'm on it. See that? <laughs> I only got the first for, the first couple letters down here, and uh, and see, it's just like that. All right. Crow press. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you. I messed up. up. I'll do it. I will. Will do you it. do that for me? Yes. Can I? De- I'm going to delete that. That took it off. 
<laughs> okay, so I need more practice, Duke. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I, I need lots I more practice. That. But uh, <laughs> Oh, let's see. All right, did that, did that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, did that. And, yeah, see, I'm moving right along here. All righty. So uh, did you ever keep any of the memorabilia from the old days? I still have my uh, outfit. Right. I, I still have that. Uh, in fact, it turned out to be a Halloween costume for my stepson. Oh, really? Last year. So, <laughs> so the Canadian roses lived again for a brief, <laughs> one brief evening. And, and I don't know if he scared anybody, but he got a few laughs. I think, <laughs> anybody wearing pink trunks. Well, you know. A Halloween I, party. I thought pink was the new black. Well, it wasn't back then, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it should be. Yeah. Uh, they want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. What? Did you screw up too? She, yeah. she screwed up too. <laughs> I fixed it. Oh, okay. Uh, the our viewers weeks later want to know if you still wear your outfit every once. So, do you ever put it on just for fun? I did once a couple of years ago. It doesn't fit like it used to. <laughs> yeah, I did. I put it on. Uh, you know, the, the kids thought it was pretty funny, but uh, did it make you want to? You know, did you make you want to? You know, do a do a. a backflip or uh, no i've given up on that I've, I've i've discovered as you age the bruises and stuff that you used to brush off uh they last a lot longer and they hurt a lot more is so. that true scott <laughs> what I, oh 30 I, seconds I, I, wasn't, I wasn't listening i was going to the website yeah. and of course hurting my i hurt my back and had back problems over right. the years so I, and that's why I you got out of wrestling right. and, and got into the refereeing now of course <clears throat> My dad is to blame for you to be a, being a, a referee too, right? Yep, he, he talked me into it. Uh, promised me I wouldn't have to take a bump, you know, uh -huh. take it and getting hit, or, or uh, that that wasn't true. Either. Lied again, didn't he? Yeah, he. he, <laughs> no, he can take a bump. He used to wrestle. Get him in there. And uh, so I get you know slammed around once in a while, but it, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it I wasn't didn't. very often. I don't remember. Not too often. One just once in a while. Right. Uh, usually I get knocked out of the ring or something like that. But, uh, it was it was fun. Uh, <laughs> I paid for it over the years, but uh, uh, thankfully everything's okay now. The back's back's good. And, right on. Uh, but I don't want to take the chance and get back in the ring. Uh, my wife tried to convince them here a while back that they should let me wrestle again on a show that you know, there's a little promotion there in, in the Fort Wayne area that uh, she thought it. She told them that. They let me get in and wrestle. I said, yeah, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But if they need a referee, I'm your yeah, man. I think it was right after she talked to the life insurance guy. Or uh, something. I might, be, might have something to do with it. I see. <laughs> That's why you're not getting any additional life insurance yeah, on me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's take a quick break. We've been, uh, we've been chatting away here for about 40, 45 minutes. Let's take a quick break. Uh, and uh, let you listen to some uh, local original rock. All righty. Or uh, music. Or, I don't know. Any, you guys got anything you want to hear? Um, no. Pick something. Pick something? Mm -hmm. I'll pick a couple. How about a couple uh, a couple bands uh, from uh, from Duke's hometown of Fort Wayne? For, so for the, Surface would be one. Yeah, <laughs> Surface is one. And how uh, about some Second Sun? Sounds good. Right on. And uh, we'll be right back. Hang in there.
here that was second sun with innocent before that surface with the turning point ah from your hometown of fort wayne those right. guys are uh their surface is a little split up they're kind of warsaw uh i can't remember that town that uh that uh denny and matt are from in ohio i don't remember either. i don't know but <laughs> they base themselves out of fort wayne <laughs> so we give them that as home they're in between in the middle <laughs> They're all over the place. So uh, we're hanging with Duke West, and uh, the chat board's not real lit up tonight. Everybody's just kind of just listening to what you have to say. Maybe I bored them to death. They all went home. No, they're still listening. No, they're still listening. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no bunches like C's, X's, and stuff where maybe they'd fall asleep on the keyboard. So (laughs) I'm thinking that's a a good time. Maybe they were expecting Hulk Hogan or something. Disappointment. <laughs> well, I'm looking. Uh, I, I love this. I didn't. I didn't see this right away. Where uh, uh, where you dedicated it to uh, to uh, my dad in here? Yep, that's awesome. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yep, that that was. Uh, I couldn't do it any other way because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have probably been in the business as right. long as I was. And uh, and his training and his support, and he pushed me when I got discouraged and uh, wanted to give it up. He'd you know. Come on, you know, do this show and do this show. <laughs> how did you two? How did you two meet? Did I? I didn't miss that story, did I? At Homer's gym. Yeah. At yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. So, 
I'm sorry, I missed Read it. the book. I will read the book. <laughs> you can't have that. That's mine. See, yeah. it's autographed and signed to me. Yeah. See that? Yeah, now, buy uh, your own copy, Bobby. Do, <laughs> yeah, buy your own copy. Crowbarpress.com. <laughs> now, <laughs> think banner. It's easy to find. <laughs> Uh, we've talked about my dad all night, but uh, yeah. there's other chapters in here on uh, Moose Cholock. Oh, yeah. Um, Good old Moose. And Dick the Bruiser. Yeah. And we were talking about Dick a little bit ago uh, yeah. before we went on air. Uh, you got to share that story. That's a great one. It's in the book. But uh, if you got a second to share, yeah, that'd be awesome. Talking to him on the phone. Talking to him on the conversation. The, yeah. The, he was the Cadillac man, right? No, that was, that was Moose. That was Moose? That or, was oh, Moose okay. Cholock. I get him. I get, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Share the one about Moose and the Cadillac. <laughs> Uh, we worked a match, uh, in, uh, up around the Plymouth area at a place called the Horse Palace, I think it was called, or up in that area. Okay. Um, it actually was a big horse show ring type thing. And, uh, we actually dressed in stalls, the, the stables. <laughs> Hopefully uh, they were clean. It, it was very clean. It really was. It was cleaner than a lot of the dressing rooms were in, in, in gyms and schools and stuff and armories. It was really nice. Uh. But I, I they sent me in this little cubicle horse stall thing to to dress, and uh, in walks Moose Cholock. I never met the man. Watched him on television. When I was a kid. I'm just kind of like awestruck, you know. Right, wow, right. It's Moose Cholock. He's in my <laughs> dressing area. Uh, your dad was in there, and then Paul Christie came in. Uh, but Moose and I were just talking. He asked me, you know, a little bit about myself, where I was from, just small talk. And uh, I didn't know he had a Fort Wayne connection. I told him I'm living in Fort Wayne. And, uh, and he, you know, and somebody else came in and talked about him having a new Cadillac. And he was bragging about his car, his great new Cadillac. And I said, man, I said, that's, that's really cool. Because I, I got to ride in my boss's Cadillac one time. I said, that was really neat. I, you know, I wish I could have a Cadillac someday. And and uh, nothing more was said. And uh, a few days later, I'm getting phone calls from, I think, every Cadillac dealer in the state of Indiana, <laughs> saying uh, Moose Cholock told them that I was in the market for a brand-new Cadillac <laughs> and I was going to pay cash for it. <laughs> now, uh, uh, so <laughs> and uh, the mailbox was jammed every day with Cadillac catalogs. And, and uh, I didn't get a lot of sleep because I was actually working nights at the time on my regular job. And uh, the phone was ringing all day long. You know, Joe's Cadillac in Indianapolis and Jim's Cadillac in Anderson. And and I'm like, I'm not buying a Cadillac. So uh, next time I worked a show that, uh, that Moose was at, you know, he walks in, he looks at me. And the first thing out of his mouth is, hey, did you get that new Caddy yet? <laughs> and, uh, you know, how he got my phone number and address, that could only come from one source. I think we both know that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm thinking that uh, you probably should have figured out how to turn that around and actually charged him for the new Cadillac. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Maybe. I just want to thank it. you for that buying it for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have said, yeah, he said he'd pay for it. Just deliver it. You know, I'll take it. Yeah, just yeah. bill it directly to him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, okay, well, tell us about the, f- uh, the phone call from uh, the... The Dick, I'm sorry, the Dick the Bruiser phone call? Uh, yeah, well, I just, actually, I called him, and we were having a conversation one day. And of course, he was the big gruff, and everybody, you know, if you're an old school fan around here, you knew Dick the Bruiser. Right. Had the, rah, 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 you know, the gravelly voice, and uh, which he, he really did kind of talk like that. But 
uh, we were having this conversation and uh, he was uh, heard his background noise and it was kids playing in the background and it kept getting a little louder and a little louder and finally he says hey wait just a minute duke i said okay that's, so he turns good, around. that's a good impression. <laughs> uh, and, he, and all of a sudden, I hear this, now, come on, go play us here because Grandpa's on the phone. And the door closes real softly, and he comes back, and he goes, J.D. Rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I heard the real Dick the Bruiser. It's okay. Yeah, he was a pretty cool guy. I only met him once, uh, I think, uh, that I remember, and I was really, really, really little back then. But uh, uh, probably scared you to death. Yeah. <laughs> He was a scary man. Uh, yeah. I I remember I remember actually being there and 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 my mom was there and she sent sent us back sent me back into the dressing room after mm. the matches, and I remember that I remember walking back in there. The rest of it was filled into me because I don't actually remember all of it. But I, I, I what I gather was is I'd walk back in the dressing room, and I do remember him standing up and ta- and saying something to me. That's all I remember. Yeah. Apparently he jumped up and he's like. What are you doing back here? Why are you here? You're here to see. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, I just stopped and put my chin on. I'm here to see my dad. <laughs> He's right over there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't remember that. Well, I remember. I remember actually meeting him, and that was about it. But yeah. uh, that's been a couple hours ago, I think. But, uh, <laughs> now, have you uh, have you run across the Dick the Bruiser Junior? And uh, oh yeah. Uh, have you seen any of the him? I haven't seen him, but uh, I've heard about him. Yeah, he's he's got a small promotion going there in the uh, Fort Wayne area, Toledo area. Right on. And uh, I've been to a couple of the shows and got introduced at one of the shows, and it's kind right of neat on. to get back in the ring one more time and <laughs> and stand in there. And they introduced me as a former wrestler and uh, number one time number two contender for the U.S. title, and then being a former uh, referee in the WWA and that type of thing. So it was kind of neat. Right on. And uh, that was my my last experience of climbing through the ropes. So. <laughs> uh, but, but I keep in touch with him once in a while and he's he's he put they put on a good show. It's it's old school wrestling. Right on. And uh, I enjoy that and uh, and you know I've taken uh, some young young people there, some big wrestling fans and they one of my wife worked with the lady and her grandson's a huge wrestling fan and he wanted my autograph and he found out i used to wrestle and everything so we we took him to uh one of uh, dick's shows over in uh, ohio and he had a ball and they got to meet all the wrestlers and they signed autographs for him and uh, uh so yeah he's when when he gets my book i have to go over to his house and autograph it for him it's kind of cool so there'll be a third a, autograph book there will be there. another one out there yeah yeah <laughs> My brother's asked for one too. Uh, maybe I can charge him twenty five. Uh, I doubt it. You know. He owes me though. He's in. The, he's in the book, I think, too, about some of the stuff he used to do. Too. He did a snake thing to me. Oh, really? Too, as well, but it wasn't really a snake. But I was, I was quite a bit younger than than he was. And so one day he told me he found a snake, and it was actually a piece of rope. And he chased me all over, and and uh, I managed to run to the house and went in the bathroom and slammed the door shut locked the door but there was a transom over the top of the door of course and it was open so all of a sudden this rope comes through the, <laughs> and, uh, i almost got in trouble for busting the door down 
<laughs> and he's never let me live that down. <laughs> he just keeps bringing it he back. Just keeps bringing it back. So, yeah, maybe I will charge him extra for the I'm book. thinking that, yeah, <laughs> at least an extra 20. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, also, there's a chapter in your book about Bobo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bobo Brazil, a great guy. Another one I grew up admiring, and he's a good friend of your dad's yep. as well. And, and, uh, uh, he was just a, a neat guy. I love the way he worked with kids. He, he was there for the kids and yep. uh, stay and sign autographs and and uh, actually work with him as somebody that I grew up watching yeah. and admiring. And uh, and just to have that experience of being in his presence was just, just a great thing. And uh, actually kind of stayed in touch off and on with him after I was out of the business because I belonged to an organization that some fellows from Michigan were actually friends of his up there. Uh-huh. And uh, we were talking and he'd started, we started, when we'd come across each other, he'd have a message from Bobo or, you know, nice. how was I doing? And, and it was amazing because I worked with a, a show with Bobo and he came in and we just had a brief conversation. He asked about my family and all this. And, uh, and I didn't see the man again for probably almost a year. And we worked another show and he walked in and, Hey Wes, how are the girls? And I'm like, Wow, how does he remember? <laughs> you know, how does he remember all that? And uh, and uh, I've I've got a copy of the book, in fact, for his son who's working with uh, Dick the Bruiser Jr. Right in the Fort Wayne promotion. I'm going to get that to him because um, that that Bobo was a was a turned out to be a pretty darn good pretty darn good guy. And uh, you want to talk great. about a big dude? Yeah, that what was he, he seven was foot? He, he was pretty close. I oh think. Oh my yeah. god. Always yeah. smoking his pipe. He always had that yeah, pipe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. He had those huge hands, and he put them <laughs> on your shoulders. And it's like, yeah, if he wanted to break my shoulder, I think he had no problem. He could do it just, yeah. and it's yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, a gentle giant, he really was. Yes, he was. Yep. And, uh, in fact, when your dad was sick, I just missed him. I guess he just left uh, the hospital about 30 minutes before I got Oh, really? There. And uh, I wished I'd seen him. And, and uh I knew he hadn't been doing well himself in later latter years, and I thought about it. I got to go up there and look him up, and, and just go ahead and say hi. And next thing you know, I'm getting a call that he's gone, and right. uh, so it was, it was pretty. Yeah, I, it was a shock, but he's a he was just a super guy. And, I was I always enjoyed. I didn't I didn't talk to him a lot, but I always enjoyed uh, when he was around because, like you said, you, you grew up you grew up watching him, and he oh, yeah. was huge. You know, yeah. as far as uh, in local circuit, I mean, even beyond that, really. But um, yeah, just to say, yeah, I was hanging out with Bobo this weekend. And, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always talk, talk I may about have done that. <laughs> talk about in the book that uh, you know he would get my daughter, oldest daughter, would go with me a lot of times to the shows and. Uh, uh, she was big into the wrestling, and she right. helped out with uh, whatever she could do. And um, she's one of them that helped start the chant "Snowflake" when Al Snow was on the <laughs> shows with us back in the fight. She'd get everybody yelling "Snowflake" when he came out. And uh, so she met Bobo, and um, she wound up manning his little table there where he had his autographs and pictures and stuff. And she'd sit there and help him with that. And then I think he was slipping her some money, and I. I said, you know, I think that uh, she never told me about that part because I think she didn't want me to know that she was making more money in wrestling than I was. <laughs> uh, selling pictures of Bobo Brazil. Uh, and I think she had the world's largest Bobo Brazil collection of autographs because every time she saw him, she got his autograph. Right on. Every show he was at. So I think, 
<laughs> and she lost them somewhere. I said, well, you, you had a hundred of them. You should have been yeah. able to. Yeah, separate them. Yeah, Keep them apart from each not other. Not lose them. But, but I think she's lost those over the years. But, uh, oh. Those might be worth a, a penny or two on eBay or something. Might, I don't know. It could be. <laughs> yeah. I think mine are about a penny right now. <laughs> Five cents if it's in the book. See? Yeah, <laughs> yours is still worth more than mine. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> I'm still working on world domination, but you that's, you know. <laughs> Why do you laugh? That's not funny. I'm not laughing. I'm smiling. You, you were laughing at my world domination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so do uh, you have any advice for uh, young and upcoming authors? Or uh, <laughs> uh, Now that you can I, say you're an author I'm a, yourself. I'm an author now, and I can tell you it's a lot more work than you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, about the time you think you're done, you're not, and uh, it's it's been it was you know uh, this was pretty easy because uh, Crowbar Press, of course, specializes in this type of book, and, right? Uh, but the other writings I've done, it's it's tough out there to try to get yourself in the in the publishing business. Uh, they want to know: Do you have an agent? Are you a celebrity? Um, you know, have you ever written anything before? Right. Uh, well, now I've got one out of three, <laughs> so, so maybe I'll get a chance to write to get something else. Published well, you can go ahead and use the celebrity stuff now that you've been on Golden Image Radio. Well, hey, there you go. That's right. Yeah. I can tell everybody I've, I know Jeremy Golden. That's right. Of course, that, I already did. <laughs> just, just remember, world dominator. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I know Jeremy's mom, so I can get some good stories. I'm uh, sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Keep that down. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Mom, easy. No, no stories. Yeah. <laughs> but ones about my sister are much better. Yeah. That's all yeah. I have to say. She was really small, I think, if I remember right. And she's a little younger, and uh, I didn't see too much of her. She kind of, I don't think she ever went to any shows or anything too much. But... No, not really. No, I think yeah. uh, she spent a lot of time at home. Yep. But, uh, yeah, she was a troublemaker. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, you were she the was, angel, I'm sure. I was the angel. I, yeah, me, like your, like the your angel. dad, I'm sure. <laughs> My dad was an angel. Oh, I'm yeah. sure yeah, of it. Yeah, he, and after you read the book, you'll totally understand that he was an angel. <laughs> he, he was. Just the halo was a little crooked sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> or broken. Well, yeah, he, <laughs> really, can yeah. you consider that a halo? I mean, yeah. seeing as how it wasn't really full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he just had fun. I mean, he, he always had fun. Oh, yeah. And uh, you, couldn't, you couldn't be around him and be in a bad mood. It just didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I tried. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The car don't mess with me. I just want to get there, wrestle, go home. I'm, you know, I'm tired. I don't, you know, ah, and by the end, 10 miles down the road, I'm laughing. <laughs> she's done something to somebody. <laughs> Usually me. Can you imagine what he would have done with a cell phone? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That was one of the advantages back then. I guess we didn't have that kind of uh-huh. kind of stuff. It got us into some real adventures too. Like in, uh, one of our crew that we traveled with on up in the hospital. I mean that story with the guy that got cut. And, oh uh, yeah, and we uh, we tra- traveled together. And this guy he's wrestling and he gets split wide open. Uh, and he comes. Back. I'm standing in the dressing room. It's in an armory over in Ohio, I think, someplace. And and he, I see him coming down the the hallway back to the dressing room and it's just covered with blood and I thought man he, he really did pretty good there you know 
And all of a sudden he stops and puts his hand on the wall and he leans over and you can actually hear the blood hitting the floor. <laughs> and I thought, this is not a good thing. Um, not supposed to happen like that. Right. Uh, got him back in the dressing room and and he's going, I love this stuff. You know, this is great. And he's going on. And I think, okay, well, they needed to, you know, the cop in me kicked in as I was a police officer. Uh, lay down on the floor. I'm going to get something on your head. And uh, so we put a put a thing on his head. And then your your dad comes strolling back to the dressing room and says, hey, cut a little deep there. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding, man. <laughs> Why don't we call an ambulance and get it over here? Because he, you know, we're not going to stop this. Um, we went through probably three towels of blood <laughs> on oh, this guy. He was pretty. He's pretty bad. Um, so, and by this time, of course, he's trying to get him to lay down, and he's running around the dressing room talking about what a great match it was. Great, I love this stuff. You know, I want to do this again. And, and he's getting blood all over the walls and the floors. <laughs> and so, you know, finally we get him laying down and, and put a towels on his head and. Finally, you know, he's bleeding through the towel, so I put another one on there, and I said, you put your hand on there because I don't want your blood on me. <laughs> and uh, so we're standing there over him, and, and your dad comes in. We both light up cigars, and we're standing there smoking cigars, standing over this guy. He's laying there bleeding to death <laughs> and uh, talking about the match and what a great show it was. And uh, the medics come in. They come down there. They got their little bags in their hand. They come down. They look in. There's us blood everywhere. And here's this guy laying on the floor bleeding going, I love this stuff. <laughs> and one of them looks around. He goes, do you guys really like this? We're like, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are carrying the, the bags, the medics bags while they're carrying him out on the stretcher. And your dad's got one. I've got one. We're smoking our cigars walking out behind the stretcher onto the ambulance. And it was pretty wild. <laughs> And then uh, the ambulance takes off with him, and even some of the fans followed because they wanted to be sure this was for real. They weren't sure it was fake, you know. And right. They're going to go around the corner and park. He's going to jump out, run back to the. And of course, they took him straight to the hospital. Right. Uh, unfortunately, there were no cell phones back then, so we got done with the match. We get dressed, and what are we going to do about him? Because he's riding with us. Right. We're quite a ways from home, and we don't know where he's at. And so we kind of. Went out and wandered around. I think your dad finally came across a gas station or something. He said, where's the closest hospital to this place? And and we found it because we could hear him yelling when we walked in the emergency room door. Yeah, I love this stuff. <laughs> and the doctor comes out and says something like, don't you think you guys ought to find something else, some other way to make a living? I'm like, nah, this is okay. It just happens, you know, one of those things. Yeah. Now, uh, which uh, which hospital incident that uh, did get the vitamin E treatment at didn't i read that somewhere mm, uh, you must have read bruce that must, Brody's book that must, uh, maybe that was john maybe that was john when he came here he was talking be, about that maybe i don't i get the uh i think uh maybe it was when john was here he was telling me that they had taken him to the hospital or something like that and of course here comes my dad running there and no you don't need no stitches don't need none of that just put some of this vitamin e on it yeah. we gotta go yeah. <laughs> can't go wrong with vitamin e i'm telling yeah. you right now yeah. Yeah, and, and if you got hurt, if you really got hurt, you got hurt a knee or a leg or an ankle twisted or whatever, or your back, you had to get back on the road and, you know, do it again. That's right. And uh, <laughs> they, they weren't always very sympathetic. You know, the promoters sometimes, you know, you'd take a bad fall or something and and uh, you're back in the dressing room and you're kind of holding your leg or your back and 
writhing around on the floor or whatever and the promoter come back and say well that was a bad bump you took there you okay well no i'm in pain well just don't forget you got to be in parma tomorrow night at 5 30 <laughs> so i expect you there you don't get paid okay uh, and, uh, so you had to you do had what to you had to do to get back in there and uh, uh we didn't do the steroids or painkillers or anything like that you just you, you just know, dealt with you it you just dealt with it you yep. know take some aspirin some tylenol and and uh go do what you got to do right on <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's pretty e. crazy. Or just, yeah, or just a vitamin E. <laughs> yeah. That'll heal anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what else do I got for you, Duke? Yeah. Huh. Well, we we kind of touched on this earlier when we were we were flying solo, and you said uh, on and off. But uh, have you been in contact with? I know I know you got a hold of me, and you talked to Jim Lancaster before yeah. you talked to me. Yeah. But any of the other guys you talked to, or? Uh, not really. I've lost track of a lot of them, and uh, over the years, and and, and uh, you know, like Tommy Lynch, and right. Uh, tracked down Homer Miller. Uh, his picture is in the book. That, right. Uh, was taken just a couple months ago, actually, right before the book came out. I, I got that picture taken, sent it off to him. Uh, took a while to track him down. Of course, he was in the same place. It was just like. Uh, unbelievably, there was like three Homer Millers in the phone book up there, <laughs> and uh, finally figured out where there's one in Kingsford Heights. Well, that had to be him, right? Still in the exact and same spot. Still, huh? Well, he's he's actually not in the same spot, but he's got a business there, right on. And so, uh, I, in fact, I drove by and it said Miller Salvage on there, and I thought, I just wonder. <laughs> and uh, I looked at the phone book, and then finally, I just stopped in one day and said. And well, when I walked in, there's wrestling pictures on the wall. I said, this is the place. <laughs> <laughs> I found it. I, yeah, found, I it. found it. And so I told the guy who I was, and he called Homer, and Homer came right over. Right on. And uh, we had a nice conversation, and then I went back up later and uh, uh, got some pictures from him that, and uh, had a nice chat, had lunch, and uh, kind of parted ways. But I've got his card and everything. I'm trying to keep in touch with him as uh, but he's he's eighty some years old now, still I'm, working. I'm gonna and, say uh, I can't believe actually I can't believe he's still around. Yep, because I thought he was still doing much older well, than you guys when working. he started. He was, but he's still still working at his uh, business there, and uh, uh, looks pretty good. For, right on, good for, for his him. Age. He's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, that's because he didn't take the bumps you guys were taking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he handed them out better that's than right. he took them. That's for sure. <laughs> Well, he was uh, from uh, um, once again. It's been a, it's been a couple months since I read the book. So, mm -hmm. uh, but what I remember was is that uh, he was kind of he was kind of a a, a stiff uh, competitor to work with. Oh yeah, he yeah. was uh, not quite as gentle. <laughs> no, no, he he hurt me. I hadn't been there training there very long, and uh, we were doing a tag team match. I think your dad and I were wrestling Homer and somebody else, and. Uh, I came off the ropes, and he gave me a judo chop to the throat, and it was a good one. <laughs> and uh, I actually couldn't breathe for a little bit. I thought I was going to die. I mean, I was rolling around trying to get my breath. Uh, it was scary. Yeah. You couldn't catch your breath. And I was hoarse for about a week. <laughs> and uh, when I came back uh, the next week to the gym, I figured, well, I might get thrown out of here or have to pay or something. But I kind of cussed him out, and he just laughed and called me a few names and <laughs> we went on from there everything was fine then you know it was okay but uh yeah he, he was a pretty rough cu customer he was really old school yeah 
And uh, he always told you guys would pay next week, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the crowd wasn't what I thought it was, but I'll catch you up next week. <laughs> Checks in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> Heard about that a few times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or uh, they'd always give you the rubber ones, right? Yeah, got a few of those. <laughs> yeah, we had, the, we had the, the, the guy up by Toledo who was running the and he was a guy that I watched as a kid too. He was a you know, pretty popular wrestler, and I thought, "Well, these guys are great. You know, it's going to be working for this guy." And uh, your dad and I went up there, and, and we'd go up to, to to this place, and and of course we went everywhere. We got early. Your dad had to be early, and I like to be early. And we'd always work out before anybody else got there in, right. in the ring if they had it set up. So we went up to this arena, and what he was doing was taping television shows that were, were put on up there in the Ohio area. Uh, Toledo and Cleveland area and all up in that. So he would have us wrestle three or four times a day. Each Saturday we went up there. And this went on. So we were doing like a month's worth of shows at, at each trip. And we probably made five or six trips. It was always, oh, you know, we're going to pay you next time. I'm going to give you copies of the tapes of the shows. And we had all these promises. Um, but he always kept us in separate dressing rooms. So, you know, Bobby and I being one and... Uh, and all the other guys on the show were, were in other dressing rooms, so we didn't really talk to each other much. Or I found out nobody was getting paid. <laughs> so after a while, some of the guys went, went ballistic after we'd been doing this for a while, and they uh, some actually called the police, and they had them meet us at the... Uh, there was a bar, lounge-type thing on one end of the arena up on, on the upper level. And so the police came, and they brought the promoter up there, and they, they talked him into... You know, they're saying, well, it's a civil thing. We're not going to get involved in it, but you should pay these guys. So uh, for I don't know how many matches, I got $20 bill. <laughs> and it was Canadian money. Oh. Yeah, so, um, it didn't even translate yeah, right. It worked out about a dollar a match, I think. You know. um, that, that was a, we had some fun times there. That's where your dad tried to pick a fight with the uh, Toledo hockey team, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, it's, we really, you know, I would never do that, honey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, you know, like I said we always got there bright and early. We got to we were the first ones there in the arena, and we'd get dressed and go out and work out in the ring before anybody got there. So we get there and and uh, throw our gear down, and we walk down the aisle out to there, and and these hockey players are skating around, and your dad's freaking out. Hey, we got a show to do, and I'm like, hey, you know, it's okay. They're you know, they can turn this back into a wrestling venue in no time. They, right. they do this all the time. It's, it's the practice arena for the Toledo hockey team. <laughs> now, of course, your dad couldn't let that go, so he was standing there, and he started yelling at these guys and calling them some names I won't say on the radio and said, <laughs> you need to get off the ice and let some real men get out here and put on a wrestling match. You know, and, and they started going by and just kind of giving us the eye, and the next thing you know, they're hitting it the glass with the stick as they go by your, your dad just keeps he's climbing up on the glass and yelling at these guys and i'm saying you know bobby uh there's a lot more of them than there are us and they got sticks and these hard rubber things that you know can do a lot of damage so why don't we just go back to the dressing room you know they'll have the ring up you know, as soon as these guys leave and uh, he had to keep it going and finally they they left the rink but they were all you know some of them would stop as they were going out the other end and they'd look back at us, and they'd talk back and forth. I said, no, they're, they're going to come over here and kill us. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm going to tell your dad, you know, you just stay in the dressing room. I'm going to go take a walk. I'll be back after a couple hours. Uh, 
So they, but they were going on a road trip, so they got on the bus and, you know, of course they brought out the flooring and got the ring up and boom, 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 we were ready to go. But uh, the ring didn't get up in time for us to get our work workout. Out. So he wasn't too happy about that. But, <laughs> um, that was kind of scary. <laughs> Fighting with a hockey team. Fight with a hockey team. <laughs> um, you know, I think your dad would have been alone on that one. But <laughs> <laughs> well, if I if I seem to recall right in the in the book, you said that uh, he could piss off anybody, but smooth them right back over. Oh yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> you know, he was. Uh, we stopped one time coming back real late from uh, down I was West Virginia or down in Ohio, Southern Ohio, someplace, and and he got hungry. Well, we'd been been a while since we'd had anything to eat, and. Because uh, we jumped right back in the car and headed back because, you know, I had to work, he had to work and right. that kind of thing. And and uh, so it's like 11, 1130, and he says, I'm going to find something to eat. And I said, Bobby, you know, we're in the middle of no place Ohio. There's, there's no place to eat around here. Oh, we'll find something. So we finally come along, and he says, look, there's a pizza joint open up here. And I said, oh, okay, we'll stop in here. So we go in this pizza place. And this guy meets us at the door, and he says, well, do you have reservations? And your dad's like, reservations? <laughs> and we had reservations at the burger joint, but it was, you know, we didn't get there in time. You know, we, you know we're going to eat here. And it went on and on. And this guy's like, yeah, well, you know, after a while, he's getting a little concerned. Your dad, reservations? What do we need reservations at a damn pizza place for? You know, what are you think, talking about reservations? And, you know, it was, yeah, he was a little loud, and the place is full of people. And, right. And uh, so the guy takes us back to the seat, and you know, by the by the end of the evening, he's got the manager and the lady laughing, and I think, you know, <laughs> I think the manager probably paid for the pizza because for, for the show that was put on that night. But uh, I was sure, you know, we're not going to get eat anything because we're going to get thrown out of this place, you know. Too. But he talked to him, and uh, he had everybody laughing and carrying on, and and uh, that's just the way it was. He he was just that kind of a person. I say he he'd say anything he off the wall that you think is going to get him killed and then he'd talk him so he'd <laughs> talk, talk him, him right, back out of it get him laughing and joking around with him so um, uh, yeah i didn't know how to take him because what came out of his mouth he, he usually the first time wasn't necessarily just setting, yeah. just setting you up <laughs> <laughs> i don't ever act like that do i um yes you do <laughs> yeah see i can get all kinds of stories now <laughs> and, uh, yeah, i'm all set I swear. I could probably write another book. <laughs> <laughs> World dominated. Yeah, yeah. I'm liking the ring of that. <laughs> Unfortunately for me, I can't remember everything I've done, so uh, it works out. <laughs> that worked out for me, too, especially trying to write this book. I don't remember everything. Oh, lots of shows in Minnesota. Uh, a few. Those were always fun trips. A long, a long trip and a, a long weekend, and then trying to get back. And like I say, I had to work a full time job. We didn't get paid like they do now. Right. And, and, uh, and so it was a part time gig. It was an expensive hobby, actually. <laughs> uh, not too many of us were making much money. I have uh, no idea what you mean by expensive hobbies. I think I, I think I got the idea. <laughs> <laughs> I always said, Dad did his thing in the ring. I do mine on the stage. There so. you go. There you go. We all, we each have our own stages. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Problem is, is, I think mine was more expensive. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Well, neither one gets paid. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. 
You haven't bought her the mink coat with all this money you're making. <laughs> I did, but she doesn't wear it. Oh, I see. Okay. Damn. They're ungrateful sometimes. I'm telling you. <laughs> you buy them all kinds of shit, That's and then right. they just don't yeah. even do anything with it. Yeah, I, I've, I've, you know. Last year, the weather was, weather was so bad, I bought my wife a lighter snow shovel. She didn't even appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, and you know, for her birthday last year, she didn't even use what I got her. Is that right? Yeah, it was a grave plot. But. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you sleep out here quite a bit, do you, Jeremy? I love it out <laughs> here. <laughs> okay. If, I, if she won't give me the bathroom, she knows I'll never, ever leave. <laughs> Uh, well, let's take a break. I got some stoned and some still frame coming at you. How's that? Sounds good. Right on. So we got some stone, some twisted world, some still frame torn. We're going to get up and stretch our legs. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Rock on.
dead air on that whatsoever <laughs> why weren't you guys watching that for me what's up with that i was i was listening <laughs> I, I thought there was more there should have been damn it still frame you guys need to make longer songs <laughs> good thing we didn't hear us singing this duet in here I, I know it we, well i don't know your harmonies are really good <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right. laughs> we're hanging out with duke west Author of Long Days and Short Pays, which I have my official copy right here. I'm so excited, which I'm sure I will not be able to read until she's done with it now. I think she's got it first. <laughs> yep. Probably start reading it tonight. See how you are. And you can pick up your own copy at crowbarpress.com. Just look for the, uh, I think you're right in the middle. Isn't he right in the middle? He's up at the top. Up at the top? Up in the middle, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So uh, just look for long day, short pays with that uh, pink cover right there. Yep. Uh, it's a nice picture of you on the back there in your uh, pink tights and yeah, sunglasses. Yeah. And and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gay. I just played one on television. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you ever catch some of your uh, shows on TV? No, even those ones in Toledo, they always promised us tapes. I know people saw them. Uh, it was actually a guy, I ran into a guy many years ago when uh, uh, I was on the police department. And a guy that I worked with, and he was from Ohio. 
originally. Right. And uh, some guys started harassing me one day about the pink trunks and being the Canadian Rose. And this guy's looking at me. He said, that was you? <laughs> and it turned out he'd, actually, he'd seen me on television over there. But I never got to see any of the shows. Your dad had some tapes, but I never got to see those either. He, I remember so. when I was younger coming home one time and flipping on the TV, and he was on TV. Yeah. And I remember standing there looking at the TV and looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> looking at the t- now, wait a minute. This is not how this is supposed yeah. to work. Yeah. You're on TV, and you're standing right here. That's right. not right. <laughs> yeah, of course, they always, promoters always promise to send you the tapes, you know, and yeah, those promoters, promoters and DJs, you know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, oh, oh. You, oh. you got it. You gave it to him, though. I gave yeah, him the, I, yeah, I gave him the DVD of the... See, I got your wrestling you tape for it. Yeah. I'm not wrestling, though. He's not refereeing. That's though. true. That's yeah. true. But that's all I've got. I, <laughs> I do want to take you in the house before you leave so I, you can see the belt before... Uh, okay. Yeah, I got a couple pictures hanging up yeah, there. Yeah, I think they, they probably... Uh, Probably decided, you know, that being the the Canadian rose and the pink tights is just a little bit too much, anyway. So they didn't put it on TV. <laughs> they thought maybe <laughs> they thought maybe that was just a little too flamboyant. <laughs> so silly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So what I get from what I read out of the book is that you were, what was the word you used? You were you were the um. A mean version of a wrestler, is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because um, your real job was a policeman, right? Right, So it was... Yeah, it was yeah. The opposite. The opposite, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Enforce the rules during the day, break the rules at night. That's right. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, uh, Carl Ross did text me and says uh, he wanted to tell you hi. Oh, great. Yeah, so Carl is listening? Hello, and yeah, great. And, uh, <laughs> so you hope can, to, hope you, to run across him again someday. Well, I was. Uh, I kind of hoped he'd make it down tonight. I uh, yeah. I told him the door was open if he wanted to come down, but uh, he didn't make yeah, it. But yeah. he is listening, so yeah, I'm, glad, I'm glad he remembers me. He's so. probably looking at you right now. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you remember when I had hair and it was dark? And, <laughs> yeah. and the mustache was dark too. Yeah. I remember. And I'm sure he still looks the same. He does. No, he does. Hasn't yeah. aged today. He hasn't aged. That's hasn't good. Aged I'm, I'm glad for him. I I love in the DVD that that, that I that I copied for you. <laughs> He's got the biggest fro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Carl. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, yeah my daughter has always told me, hey, Dad, why don't you get some Grecian formula? I said, Hey, you gave it to me. You look at it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, your day job was a police officer. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you, uh, was special detective or NCIS? Yes, actually, or? at the end, I, I, yeah? at the end of my career, my last 11 years of my career, I was in investigations and, uh, uh. Is this as fun as it may, they make it look on TV? It's boring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of the stuff I did was, uh, well, some of it was kind of exciting, yeah. but, but it's, uh. They say law enforcement, you know, is 99% uh, boredom followed by 1% panic. <laughs> and, uh, so, or, you know, give or take a few percentage points. But, yeah, it, uh, a lot of the stuff I did was uh, was dull and uh, a lot of white-collar stuff and uh, some gang stuff and uh, intel gathering and, yeah. Used to do a few stay, you know, the you learn to dress up and disguise and all that kind of stuff too to go sneak in, take uh, 
do surveillance on. Did you ever dress up in that? No, I didn't. I mean, <laughs> that probably wouldn't work. And you know, yeah. it'd be like slipping in undercover. You were like under the radar, and yeah, they even it, know you. It, it's pretty noticeable. <laughs> yeah, pink, pink tights. Yeah, uh, yeah, I see. I remember. I remember you being. You were how long were you a police officer? Oh, all told, uh, probably around thirty years, twenty-two and a half years full time. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So retired, I remember. Retired I remember in 2005. you doing. Yep. Two thousand five. Yep. Retired. I retired in two thousand five. I thought you just turned thirty last week. Yeah. You, yeah. you can't retire. Well, yeah. well you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you do it right, you can retire at thirty. Yeah. Obviously, he's done well. A well not, job. Not in wrestling, you. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, nowadays you can, but. Uh, if you live long enough, <laughs> if you live to be thirty, oh, I Billy, Billy says you you were Bill, my friend Billy's on. He said uh, that you remind him of uh, Brian Dennehy. Oh, oh, okay, Is that good or and bad? It, sa- it says, please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're safe. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you his address and phone number. Okay, later. you can hunt him down. I know some people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, what, I can't even see what that says. <laughs> Doesn't say anything. Uh, just some squiggly lines. Yeah. Right on. Oh uh, yeah. So our good friend Billy Bakerstaff's the one listening tonight. What's up, Billy? And like I said, Carl's out there, and it uh, looks like uh, um, that's Carrie. Hi, Carrie. What's going on? I see uh, see a few names there. I know. Right. We had mm-hmm. a Steve Everts on earlier. Do you might know? Do you know him? No, I don't no? believe so. I'm not sure I know who that was. I'm not sure either. We get we get some individuals we don't know every once in a while. We have to work it out of them, find yeah, out who they are. They, yeah. they get in code names. I wish I had some some better stories about Carl, but you know I do remember them with uh, <laughs> the Lancaster and all that stuff. And yep, they, they were they great. Did a great job. They were great, uh, great wrestlers. They really the, were. Yes, I always enjoyed the Tigers and uh, their headbands. They always I remember oh, yeah. going out to the ring and picking up the headbands off it. Of, that was pretty much all they got rid of. I think they kept everything else, but yeah. Yeah. the headbands would go. Had a lot of fun picking stuff up from the from the ring. Oh and, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know when Smurfette would make her make his way out there, <laughs> <laughs> they had all kinds of names for Al when he was walking yeah. out the ring. I don't know why. Snowflake. Snowflake yeah. was yeah. one. Yep, I remember all those, but. Uh, yeah, I got more good. I got more memories of Carl now than I have of uh, the old days. But I, could, I haven't seen him in many, many years. So yeah. we've. Uh, I've. Uh, I got a picture of him right up there. Yeah, he's a musician now, an yeah. assistant principal, oh, uh, okay. a director. He's directed a couple movies. Wow. Um, musician. I said. Did oh, I say I'm musician? Sorry. I thought I said a musician. Yeah, sorry. Couple CDs out. Yeah, he's also got uh, a gray beard there going on. So, uh oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty gray. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, well, maybe he and I get together sometime, do a geriatric match or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll wear my pink depends. And, <laughs> well, hey, you guys would fit right into this year, last year's, uh, this last Super Bowl. That was a geriatric Super Bowl. Well, yeah, that uh, wasn't that bad. Mid, no. mid show or whatever, yeah. uh, halftime show. At least the Chiefs weren't playing. Oh! <laughs> oh. Ouch. <laughs> Next year, baby. Next, Next year, there you go. That's I don't know, the, man. That's what the Cubs fans You got the red shirt on. That's, so, well, you know. that's true. But. I'm secretly a Chiefs fan. 
Is, are you going to become a Dolphins fan since you're moving to Florida? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> always be a Colts fan. Once no. a Colts fan, always a Colts yeah, fan. There you go. Yeah. Well, True blue. I just, you know, you guys have uh, pretty much set yourself up for all kinds of disappointment from this point on now that the big <laughs> loss. And <laughs> I'm actually living closer to Jacksonville, but that won't happen either. So. Oh, you could be a, you could be a, I don't know, who, who's a quarterback in Jacksonville now? Uh, Gerard? Gerard still there? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying to keep yeah. up on these things. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Peyton now, Manning's the only one you need to remember. <laughs> I don't know. Drew Brees. <laughs> yeah, you know. No, they deserve to win. That was uh, They deserve to win. Uh, you know what? Game. It was uh, a good game. game. It was a good game. I enjoyed the yeah. game. Yeah. And I actually felt bad for Scott at the end no, of the game. Didn't. I did. <laughs> I did. Because we cheered on the Saints the whole time. Yeah. But when it actually came down to the win... So I, I honestly thought two minutes left in the game, Colts have got the ball. I said it's typical Manning. You know, it's Manning time. Yep. He's going to throw the long ball. They're going to get the touchdown. They're going to do the onside kick and uh, score again and win the game. That's just how it's going to go. And then I just sat there and waited for it to happen. <laughs> yep. well, wait a minute. We're down to 30 seconds. <laughs> can't, can't win them all. Can't win them all. <laughs> Always next year. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we, I. I, I've got the corner market on that. <laughs> <laughs> you and my daughter is the Cubs fan. Uh-huh. Uh, poor next Cubs year. fan. She got to feel bad for the Cubs yeah, fans. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Somebody was talking about Cubs fans and White Sox fans today, and I don't remember what that was about. Something about the... Um, it's always better to go see the Cubs because the girls are way hotter. <laughs> something oh, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So what's going on with our listeners? Anybody got any questions for uh, for Duke here? You can give us a call at 574-307-0766. That's right. We have the uh, studio line up and running. So uh, you can feel free to give us a call if you have any questions. Or you can jump on the chat and ask away. We uh, we will definitely ask the questions. Uh, we Oh, we need to do that yet, though. I forgot. We probably should do that. Yeah, we got to do our weekend band report, dude. Is that uh, you, okay. all right? You down with that? All sure. right, it's time for the weekend band report, Scotty. <laughs> and now for the weekend band report with your host, the Rocka Chica, right here, Golden Image Radio. Kick some beats, boy. All right, this weekend on Friday night, you can catch Anchors Encased in Glass at the DBS Hall in Trufant, Michigan. Show starts at 5 p.m. They're going to be with Red Eye Flight, Slow Motion Sickness, Legion, A Fight for Life, Filth and Majesty, and many more. Filth. On Saturday night, you can catch those same bands at the Portage Community Center in Portage, Michigan. On Sunday, you can also catch those same bands at the Lansing Community Center, Dewitt Hall in Lansing, Michigan. Well, you think those boys were on tour together or something. Yeah, that is their <laughs> Michigan tour. Uh, Buried in Flames on Friday, you can catch at the Wander Inn in Mishawaka. Show starts at 8 p.m. They'll be with Mine Enemies Fall and As the Seasons Gray. Deanne's and Brody on Saturday night is going to be at the Bell Coffee House in Dallas, Texas. That is his birthday show. People who were born in February kick ass. <laughs> so happy birthday, Deans and Brody. Uh, forthcoming on Saturday night, you can catch, catch at the Eagles Club in Lake Station, Indiana. 
with uh, Heavy Lies the Crown and many more. Many more bands, I'm sorry. Oh, on I thought s- the name of the band was many <laughs> no. more. And uh, on Sunday night, listeners. you can catch uh, Forthcoming at Albion Eagles in Albion, Indiana with a bunch more bands. How's that? With a bunch of bands. A bunch of bands. <laughs> uh, Ground Effect on Saturday night, you can catch the Get the Getaway in Bridgman, Michigan with Bitter Rise and Obsidia. And I'm thinking this is Obsidia's CD release show, so... That's what it said on the sheet. Did it really? Yeah. How do I not have a copy? How do I not have a pre-copy of that? Josh, where is his copy? That dirty bastard. <laughs> uh, beat group, him down. Groupies Wanted on Saturday night is going to be at the Argus Bar and Grill in Argus at 10 p.m. I saw that. Um, at Elva's this weekend on Saturday night in South Bend, you can catch Godfire, Vel of Maya, Animals as Leaders, Circle of Contempt, and Periphery. Say that three times fast. Yeah. Some of these band names, like, whoa. Uh, Philpot on Thursday, you can catch at The Verb, The Verve in Terre Haute. Show starts at 10. Surface on Friday night is going to be at Charlie's in Hicksville, Ohio. 9 p.m. I take it that's not called Shots no more. It must be Charlie's. I guess. I don't know. We should have asked JP when he was here last week. Sorry. And then on Saturday night, you can catch Surface at Trackside in Garrett, Indiana. show starts at 9. The Wade Burleson Band on Friday night is going to be at Tootsie's Orchid Lounge in Nashville, Tennessee. That rocks. They're on their way in Nashville. I think they're actually doing some recording down there in Nashville. Are they? Go Mel. Go down and rock it out, buddy. That show's in the afternoon at 1.30. Um, Okay, so (laughs) I guess you take what you can get. (laughs) For folks my age. (laughs) Maybe you and Duke should go hang out (laughs) on this guy. (laughs) Mike got spiked. Uh, Let's see. Tonight is at O'Reilly's in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Thursday, they're at Rocky's LaRue's in Lubot, Texas. I don't know if I said that right. On Friday night, they're at Burt's Tiki Lounge in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And on Saturday night, you can catch Mike Got Spiked at Smokey's Bar and Grill in Mesa. Is it Mesa or Mesa, Arizona? Mm, yeah. Mesa. Mesa. Mesa, Arizona. Mesa. Yeah. High Gloss Black has a big show this weekend um, on Saturday night. They're saying this starts at 10 p.m., but I'm betting it's earlier than that. Uh, <laughs> it's it's going to be at the Portage Theater in Chicago. It's an all-ages show. Amber Lake, the winner of VH1's Brett Michaels' Rock of Love, to host Dame Nation. I know that Billy is going to want to go to this. This stellar lineup oh, of oh, female Billy. rockers includes High Gloss Blacks, Jessica Robinson, Sage hot. Fours, Tracy Sage. She sounds hot. Fods, F-H-O-D-S-K-K. Whiskey Blondes, Brooke Bartlett. Dead Man's Wake, Chrissy Rydaloffy. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Losing Scarlet's Did Jody you pre-read Kel this? And Pre- <laughs> Petra Smith. And the Hannah Ford Band's Hannah Ford. Hannah Ford. She sounds hot, too. Daisy Rock Guitars will be raffling a free guitar to one lucky Dame Nation attendee. Get your tickets at www.chicagogirlsrock.com. That's Saturday night. You got that, Billy? www.chicagogirlsrock.com. That's right. The tickets are $15. 15 That's a lot $15. of hot chicks to look at for $15. That's right. You got Well, you got Amber Lake from... 
Do I the winner her? of uh, Brett Michaels' Rock of Love. Probably not. You didn't watch that. Oh, yeah, that's right, because it's lame! <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> Are you, wait a second. Uh, how do you like your eggs in the morning? <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> Are you buying me breakfast, Billy, or what? <laughs> oh, fertilized. Oh. Wow. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's Billy for you right there. What are you going to do? That it? That's it. And that was the Weekend Band Report with your host, the Rocka Chica. Right here, Golden Image radio nice job yeah that was a lot of bands i didn't know and people's names i didn't you should definitely read that well just because i read it doesn't mean that i'm not gonna know how to did you not say say obsidia this weekend what night i don't know because as a cd release well i just wondering because josh posted something on facebook the other day looking for people to go with him to indianapolis to a sick puppies show yes uh chevelle and sick puppies are somewhere in indianapolis yeah. this weekend yeah on saturday night obsidia is when, when is brody's birthday um i didn't say what day his birthday was but he is playing on saturday night ah hi kathy so so Maybe me and Brody share the same birthday. Is that what you're trying to say? It could be. Could be. <laughs> I'm just saying. Cool people are born in the month of uh, February. There you go. All the best. <laughs> so, yeah, we need to send a, a let everybody know on Saturday. It's Jeremy's what, 23rd birthday. 23rd birthday. All right. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to 23, finally. Finally breaking into He's my. He's a heck of a lot older than that. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't I look 23? Sure. That was a long laugh, wasn't it? Sure. Wow. Wow. I wouldn't have pegged you over 12. Over 12. Uh, If I acted my age. Especially with that new haircut you're sporting. Hey, I'm wearing the hat. You look like a little boy. (laughs) Me. Boy. Me. You tried the whole growing a beard thing, and it was like all over the place. And uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I see our friend Kathy just made it on. She said she's having internet problems, but finally able to get on. I'm glad you could make it. That right in there, that's our friend Duke West. Wave. Mm-hmm. He waving at you right there. See that? <laughs> now dance. She wants you to dance. Oh. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> You it's could have, ugly. You could have been here if the Colts would have won the Super Bowl and done the shaky shake with Scott. There you go. But since he didn't win, he didn't. We didn't. I got too sh- much that shakes when I shake <laughs> shake. I don't do that anymore. Um, t- you know, could have been. Could have been fun. Coconut bras and uh, all kinds of stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that was a bet that just went the wrong direction. Well, for you, the rest of us would have laughed our asses off. That's all I'm saying. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, Warsaw is looking to put together a uh, all-female roller derby uh, league, and they are looking for females to audition for the parts. So if you or you know someone or or you know somebody who knows somebody that might be interested in being a uh, Lake City roller derby girl, 
I think that's what they're going with with Lake City. Uh, then hit me up, imageradio at yahoo.com, and uh, let me know, and I will get the information to them, and they will get in contact with you. If I wear my pink tights, you think they let me try out? Yes. I can't skate. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be like old times, you know, yeah, elbowing you people. You and, oh, it'd be, it'd be great. Yeah. But uh, I do believe I'm on uh, I'm on uh, task to be the uh, Lake City Roller Derby's girls uh, official announcer. So oh, that sounds tough. I'm telling you, it could be a good time. Good, good. Be. <laughs> but yeah, if anybody's interested, uh, just hit me up. ImageRadioYahoo.com. They're looking for some good girls to go bad. Yes. <laughs> good girls to go bad, huh? What's wrong with that? I think I like I like that. You like that? Looking for some good girls to go bad. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's going to be so hot. I mean, so much fun. <coughs> I, you never know. Billy, would you go watch that? I'm thinking you would. I know John Baker would go watch it. He told me he might watch one match. One match. Well, and then he'd be hooked. Then be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Billy says, nah. Nah, you lying turd. <laughs> uh, anyway, um... What else we got going on? I love this book, man. I love this. This is my pri- This is one of my new prize possessions. Like I said, I want you to go in the house and see the see the belt and stuff I'd before you do that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, hanging there on the wall with uh, with a certificate from uh, Midwest Championship Wrestling for the Hall of Fame and uh, just a couple old pictures that I had. And that's pretty much it as far as my memorabilia. I don't have a lot. I got some Al Snow yeah. stuff up there. <laughs> some snowflakes. Some snowflakes, yeah. And right. his little head. Yeah. <laughs> All right, he's got it back there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, I dropped him. Yeah, there's uh, there's one of my Al. This is, one, this, All right, is, yeah. this is like a duplicate that I got, so I took him out so I could play with him. He's like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he changed over the years. He beefed up a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 He, I for- he did good for himself. I forgot how tall he was <laughs> until I stood yeah. next to him. I was like, damn, that dude's tall. How did I not get the height here? <laughs> Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I blame her. It's true. I do. I blame her. Uh, Lanny, Lanny Poffo, too. He's another one that your dad and I actually worked with, I think, from one of his first matches when he started out. And uh, I've been in touch with him recently. And Who is that again? Lanny Poffo. Was the genius on the WWE? He's really his quotes on the back of the book cover there. If you look at the book cover, it's from yeah. He made, he was pretty went pretty big in WWE. His uh, dad was uh, Angelo Poffo, who was another guy I grew up watching on television. Right on. Yeah, Lanny Poffo. Um, been in touch with him. He's another one. He did did pretty darn good. He made it up to the WWE from. Of course, he probably had a little help from his dad, but well, yeah, uh, nothing but wrong with that. Nope, not at all. And, uh, not at all. Did you, uh, you ever meet any of those guys? Because I know that um, uh, they were still pretty small back in the day, WWE and, and Vince McMahon Sr. when they were running around. Uh, did you ever hook up with any of those guys back in the day? I, I had phone conversations with uh, Vince McMahon Sr. Actually, when I was trying to get into the business, I contacted him. Right. And he referred me to uh, Lou Klein in Detroit. And of course, went up there and right on. And uh, it was a pretty long drive, and to get up there and maybe not have anybody to work out with. So Lou says, "Hey, why don't you go down to this Miller guy down in Indiana?" And that's where I met your dad, right? And, and got got involved in in the business. So right on, 
Right on. So that was kind of the, the beginnings of it. I was talking to, <laughs> was talking to the senior there. Yeah. <laughs> and now look what his son has went on and done. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, this is just one of the many things, a multi-million dollars that that thing's worth. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine the money that flows through that guy. I just probably some voodoo dolls with my likeness that were around when I was out there. <laughs> nobody wanted to, you know, any of those kind of things. So. What's up with these people? They should know better than that. I, know. I couldn't even sell my pictures, you know. <laughs> I think I had buttons. I think I had, I probably got those around somewhere. I think I had a couple of them that somebody gave me just recently. Just the old buttons that we made up with, like, Dad and Al and all the guys on it, different ones. Okay. Never had I remember me, that. Never had, me a, never had me a Ben Patrick one, though. I don't know really? why. I don't know. Weird. <laughs> should have had one. I yeah. should have had several. Yeah, I don't know what I was right. thinking. Oh, <laughs> uh, All right. Let's, uh, man, you know what? We talked about, uh, we talked about Obsidia. How about an Obsidia song? All right. All right. This is uh, Chemical. I think I think it's what they're calling it now. Are they really having a release party this week? That dirty rat bastard didn't give me nothing. Obsidia, Chemical Imbalance, Golden Image Radio, rock on! I'm a liar 
Golden Image Radio. There we are. <laughs> that was quick. I about didn't make it. Did Jeremy record the show? Of course Jeremy recorded the show. <laughs> Jeremy always records the shows. And then I sat back at night and listened to myself because, well, that's what I do. <laughs> Hanging here with Duke West. All right. Author, pro wrestler, referee, police officer. Husband, father. <laughs> point, good point, yeah. yeah. A long list. Yeah. Soon to be a Floridian. No. Yeah. yeah. Gonna do it, huh? Gonna move to Florida, yeah. I'm trying to learn to drive 10 miles an hour under the speed limit and leave the left turn signal. On. <laughs> I'll get that down when I get. So you gonna stay there for hurricane season, or you gonna well, leave? Sure. What the heck? There's no hurricane can handle take me. You know. All right. All right. <laughs> Actually, I know where to flee. <laughs> so this isn't a this isn't a uh, weather related move. This is a complete move. No, no more home up here to come back to. Right. That. That's we're gonna be moving down there. And, my wife's already down there. She's got a job and went down there, and so I'm just going to follow along. And this winter has convinced me it's not a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what about summers down there? That's okay. I love hot weather. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'm a big fan of air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's more air, con- air conditioning than there is heat down there. Ah, oh, the this winter, is true. So. Yeah. Yes. You're not traipsing through seven foot of snow, and yeah, it, it's been it's been cold down there. It's the fourth coldest winter in Florida. Right. And uh, I was down there a few months ago, and they actually closed the schools early because the temperature didn't get over fifty, and they didn't have any heat. So they sent the kids home. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. If, you know, <laughs> I'd like to have been out of school every time it didn't get up to fifty degrees in Indiana. <laughs> I tell you that we wouldn't go for early in school. <laughs> Five months out of the year. I'll tell you what, I'll even give them 40. (laughs) (laughs) If it gets above 40, I'll go to school. It's all good. (laughs) Uh, What else? uh, You got any any questions for Duke? I mean, we've been talking about this for for a few weeks now. Uh, Not really. No? No. I think you caught most of them. I tried to be thorough. Do you, you fe- did. Did you, did you feel like you've been thoroughed? Thoroughed. <laughs> Among other things. Is that a word? <laughs> wow. How about you, Sky? Uh, you have any questions? Uh, no, no. No, not at all. Now ask him again in 30 seconds. <laughs> I, yeah, I might question. have something in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those things when it's all done, everybody's going, and you think, oh, man. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. Call him. Yeah, Call him up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Duke's moving to Florida. Oh yeah, man. I'm thinking that maybe I'd like to move to Florida, maybe Texas. <laughs> I hear you. Can we just pick this whole thing up and take it down? No. I can't take all my shit with me. It's all gotta. <sighs> you have a lot of shit. I don't <laughs> think it could all go. Ah, oh, you're killing me, McFly. <laughs> a couple of semis, you might be able to pull it off. There you go. I'm telling you. I, <laughs> I get that look a lot. You, you know that look, don't you? You are sleeping out here tonight. I'm sure. <laughs> That's right, right in this chair, right here. Yep. <laughs> she won't let me have any pillows or mat or blankets or anything. It's just gonna sleep in the chair. But at least it's warm. That's not a doghouse. So that much going for you. 
and I have a big TV. There you go. All right, you're all set. <laughs> Where I can watch uh, old uh, Indian uh, Lake uh, High School uh, DVDs. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which, <laughs> oh, Billy says you should be a Buccaneers fan if you're going to move down to Florida. Yeah, Tampa Bay. Why? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. he, he's like, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they're about as big as losers as the Chiefs, Billy. Come on. <laughs> I, I was born and raised in Indiana. I was 10 Colts fan. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, the name of the book is Long Days and Short Pays, and you can pick that up at crowbarpress.com for $15.95, I'm assuming, plus shipping and handling. Uh, yeah. 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 And uh, it's uh, Duke West, and it's the accounts from uh, how, how far back did you go on this? Back to uh, you went back to early childhood, didn't you? Yeah, you started I off with about, uh, uh, my family being wrestling fans, and now I played wrestler <laughs> as much as cowboys and Indians. You know, I played wrestler and, uh, and broke a few bed slats, and uh, oh. maybe know. a couple couches. Well, not so much the couches. I was careful about that. But, uh, we broke the couches. Oh, okay. <laughs> he still breaks the couches. Oh, that's not good. No. The kids love it. He puts me in the walls of Jericho, and it hurts mm. like hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to, work, used to you know, go out on our porch, and uh, that was my wrestling ring, and run myself into the corner of the porch post there. But when you get a little big and it starts to crack, you get a little concerned that Dad might not be understanding so you stop doing that kind of stuff. <laughs> so what was your well-known move? Uh, flying rollover. Flying rollover. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. I'd get him down and a couple of body slams, and I'd run across the ring and, and do a somersault and come across their chest. And okay. Turn around and pin him. It usually worked out pretty good. And since I weighed, you know, 270, 280, it was, if I was mad at you, I could... You could hurt him. I could hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the Here book. I tried not to. <laughs> it's in the book. I well, read about that. See, mm-hmm. I came up with a question. I haven't uh, read mean, the book yet. Scotty? Huh? 30 seconds. What? <laughs> Did you Skyler's in there trying that on Joe right now in the house. You know he is. <laughs> you had to bring it up. He's doing a somersault over a room. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Good times right there. Yeah, it was good as long as you landed right. Uh, if you didn't land right, it hurt a little bit, but that's okay. I'll bet. Yeah, had a few uh, few incidents where I screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> Never on purpose, though, right? No, no. I, I did land on somebody pretty hard on purpose one time. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> got a little ugly. It was a match that went ugly and turned out to be what you call a shooting match for. I had to take him out. (laughs) Uh, Can you imagine what it was like back in those days? Think about that a minute. I've seen some of the the tapes, and it's true. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if you didn't get a lot of practice in, people got hurt. Yeah, especially if you'd never wrestled (coughs) a person before and they didn't know what you were doing. And I'm sure it was. Well, this guy was showing off for his. uh... Mom and dad and his girlfriend were there, and he decided he was going to be the tough guy and tried to put some hurt on me and didn't, you know. So I decided to end the match. <laughs> <laughs> he put the he put the smack down back down. Back down. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo. <laughs> yeah, those, those things happen once in a while, you know. These things get. Now, was you supposed to win that match? Yes. Okay. 
he didn't like that idea apparently. So oh. he wanted to change it up in the middle. Yeah, of he it. wanted to change it, so I rearranged it and put it back the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever work with him again? No. Was it one of just those young kids that were just coming through? Actually, I worked with him before, and he never never had a problem with him. And then just all of a sudden, you know, he had this mom and dad and a girlfriend were there, so he had to make a big impression. Hmm. So I left an impression on him. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple broken ribs. Yeah. I don't think I broke his ribs, but I, he knew I was there. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Skyler says, no, Gunner's the one laying I, it down. Yeah, there. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you guys have to have, like, were they? Were you insured, or was it just your own insurance? No, though? no, you weren't insured. You weren't insured. Nope. No, you're on your own. You're on your own. Okay. Yeah. They were the guns for hire. Guns for hire, but didn't yeah. make any money. Yeah. <laughs> so if you hurt yourself, yeah. oh. Well, there was one story of uh, the, the I don't know the gorgeous George actually broke his leg uh, wrestling one time and and went back to his job. He was working a construction job, and so he. Actually, he fell off the ladder so that he would be covered by <laughs> I, I don't know if that's true, but that's a story. I hear a lot of, you know, wrestlers, wrestlers tell stories and hear stories, and some of them are true and some of them are not, but uh, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. If somebody would do that, you know. Uh, it makes perfectly good sense to me. I don't know if I'd be able to walk around until I had to go back to work to fall off yeah. the ladder, but, oh. Oh, you'd manage. I don't, think yeah. it, I don't think it was a major break. It was just one of those, you know. Yeah, gotcha. cracked the bone or something. So he thought, well, if it happens at work, I'm covered. That's know, so. right. <laughs> Insurance company might not understand that you were in a wrestling match. And they're weird that way. Yeah, they're funny. About I that. don't know. Skydiving is. <laughs> uh, I only bounced twice. I ain't covered. <laughs> there you go. I only bounced twice, guy. Bounced twice. <laughs> second bounce, second bounce. I uh, ended up in the uh, pit of crocodiles. Oh, that's terrible! <laughs> they always have a crocodile clause in those policies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the clock. Yeah, I don't care much for that clause, but uh, I'm reading your uh, table of contents here. Uh, what did we we didn't talk about the chief? Oh, chief, yeah, chief Lone Eagle. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of kind of strange today. You know, I'd already been working with your dad, and and uh, and the, on the, just before I became a cop, full time cop, I was a reserve officer. But uh, I was working for a vending company, and we took care of the vending equipment at uh, one of the local hospitals. And he was working security there, and we became friends. And he didn't know I was wrestling, and didn't know anything about him too much. We were just Right. Chatted every day when I went in there. And uh, one day it came up about wrestling. It turned out he had been a wrestler. And so we hooked up, and then we hooked up with uh, uh, I brought him up to Miller's, and right he worked a few shows, came out of retirement, worked a few shows with us. Was uh, that was, was he, was that his, kind of a hobby thing for him, or was he, I, I can't remember. I know I read the chapter on him, but. Uh, was it a hobby thing for him, or was he pretty big at the time? I he guess was he was pretty big. I mean, uh, he did a lot of work up in Canada, uh, not in this territory, so I wasn't real familiar with him. Right. Uh, he had tag team with Don Eagle, who I was real familiar with, who was a very famous uh, Native American wrestler uh, back in the day. And 
and uh, they had been tag team for a while. So uh, I, I have a couple of the trophies that have Don Eagle and his name on them. So, right. That he he gave to me. So nice. Uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> memorabilia. So you memorabilia, do have some yeah, memorabilia. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to take those to Florida with me. I think I'm going to try to find them, the, see if the wrestling museum or something wants right them. They need to be. Right on. Uh, now, is there a wrestling museum in there? There is a wrestling museum uh, in, uh, up in New York. I haven't had a chance to get there yet, but there's a professional wrestling museum. Uh, uh, you can find them on the web and read all about it. Right they on. have a... They have a uh, Hall of Fame type thing there too, and nice. So it's kind of kind of neat, and a lot of the old timers you get to see. Right. Uh, Jimmy Snuka, I seen him on their website uh, last year, and uh, he's on Facebook now too. So <laughs> is he your friend on Facebook? He's a friend of mine on Facebook. <laughs> him and Lanny and uh, Georgia the Animal Steel. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to raid his friend list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George Steele and a few of the guys, of course, Lanny Poffo. And, and I even think I have a link to the museum on there. I'm not sure. I have to go check that out. Yeah. You have to bring that up. Oh, you don't have to do it now. <laughs> See, this is why I don't pay her. <laughs> she makes as I'm much, listening. Yeah. I'm she listening. makes as much money here as you guys did wrestling. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> right. <laughs> George Steele actually lives about uh, probably about less than an hour from where I'll be living in Florida, so I'm hoping to hoping to hook up with him. Go down and see him one these days. Now, did you work with him at all, or just just out of? Uh, I met him. I don't think I ever really worked with him. Right. And then uh, when I was a police officer, I worked security at the Coliseum, and WWE came through, and he was there, and I didn't really get a chance to chat with him too much, but we met, and and uh, so kind of kept track of him on the. Internet once right. I'd look him up and he came up on Facebook and said, yeah, okay, we'll see, <laughs> keep up what's going on with him. So I come up as one of those um, wrestler things or something like that. You know, you you might know this person. Oh, or something yeah. like that. They're, they're, if you're an old school wrestling fan or, you know, you can go in and just find tons and tons of information. Right on. Uh, it's, it's amazing. I started with the book and then, well, maybe I can find something about this on the internet and just, there's a lot of stuff out there. It's it just I exploded. About your, your dad with the uh, Lancaster thing over in Ohio. And the, right. The, and that presentation saw the picture. It's on the web. It was taken there at that event. Is that the one with all of us sitting there? Because yep. I got the, yeah, I love yep. that picture. <laughs> I'm like, mm, I got the thing. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, I found that on the internet. And I'm like, wow. And there's a couple of stories about your dad on there, too, yeah. that some other folks have written. And I thought, man, that's just just cool. So it, it, it was. So I still like to go on there and play once in a while. And you can even go back and find old videos of some of these old wrestlers, the Bruiser and uh, YouTube. YouTube videos. is it's the wonderful. best. Yeah. yeah. And pull those up and I kind of reminisce then and then my back starts hurting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember what it was like to take that bump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, uh, you know what we didn't. We, uh, uh, Kathy asked what uh, what Dad's pro name was. It was actually just Sergeant Bobby Golden for yeah. uh, for a long time. Uh, did he ever go? You would know better than even anybody I would know. Did he go under any other name at any time? All I remember was Bobby Golden and Sergeant Bobby Golden right. later on. That's that's the only thing I knew him as. Yeah, let's say me too. So don't, don't remember anything else. That, yeah, uh, no, if, if it was, it was after I dropped out of the. No, I think he just continued on after yeah. that, but. Uh, uh, 
I guess you could say that I suppose that there's probably one of those matches where he threw that mask on and oh, went sure. as the executioner yeah. or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I think he got a couple of shots at the WWE uh, down the road. I think my daughter actually saw him on TV one time. She oh, yeah. She called me and said, hey, Bobby was on. I said, really? You know? Um, I never saw him again, but uh, I kind of. He always told me that he he uh, had one up there up in Newfoundland and mm-hmm. and done some work up there right. with those with those guys and and that uh, he was buddies when he was there with uh, Captain Lou Albano, mm-hmm. and yeah. he used to tell stories about that, but uh, just you know just short stories or whatever. But um, that he just it just didn't. And he Hogan was just coming in when he was right. when he was leaving and and all that, but. Uh, yeah, we never had a lot to. He never had a lot to do with with them after the fact that I that I know of. But uh, Brian Costello, you remember him? Oh yeah, yeah. Sure he did. Know. He did a. He did some stint as a jobber right. up there in WWE for quite a while. Yeah, I, I still watch him once in a while on ESPN Classic on the AWA. He pops up once. Really? On there, right. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna have to pay attention to that. Yeah. yeah. His uh, remember his old man? Uh, was it Al or Allen or? Al? I don't think I ever met that. He he was he ran around with him. I I know we rode together a lot when when Brian would ride with uh with dad, but uh yeah, and his his dad would be tag along, but his dad tried to get me in trouble one night at some uh some freaking uh we were you probably I don't know if you were there or not. Uh I think Carl I know Carl will remember this cuz we've talked about it, but we were they were wrestling in a tent and the dressing room was a nun's house. <laughs> and I was I was outside with uh, with Brian's dad and we're standing there and of course it's a tent with the big ropes that come down and I'm just kind of standing off the side watching in in on the ring and stuff and this uh, girl about my age walks by and trips uh, just kind of stumbles over the rope and and the thing that was right there and of course uh, Brian's dad was standing across from me well there was uh, a county cop standing there guarding the doorway and he walked over and he looked at me and goes son if I ever see you do that again. We're going to have trouble. <laughs> I'm like, what? And he goes, I saw you grab that young lady. She was walking by causing her to, to trip. And I, and I looked down. I looked up at, uh, at Brian's dad. I was like, hey, back me up. He goes, yep. Saw the whole thing, officer. I had nothing more. <laughs> I was yeah, pretty well host. <laughs> yeah, Brian came to uh, Miller's Gym a few times. And I worked a few shows with him. Um, but he didn't really... Hang around a whole lot. Right. He kind of went his own way or something. But, he, uh, I know he did a lot of shows, kind of on and off. He just, he were either he was there, or he wasn't there. He did some promotions in South Bend, I think, for a while. Right. I saw that on the internet. So I've tried to keep track of him. If he's out there, hey Brian, how you doing, bud? What up? Yeah. Hey, he hasn't gotten in contact with me. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you remember me or not. Yeah, but I was kind of it's kind of exciting when we started watching uh, the old AWA. Shows I did a couple of those up there. I thought maybe they'd pop up, but they don't right. go back that far. Uh, and they quit in the 40s or something. But uh, <laughs> uh, turn it on one day, and I go, "What? It looks like Brian Costello." And sure enough, it was. And I said, "He, I've seen three or four shows well, where he was in it." So I have to pay attention to those. Yeah. I think I watched some one night, and 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 uh, I didn't know anybody on there, but. Uh, Something cool that did that did come up is Carl rented. Uh, of course, I keep going back to Carl because he's he's nostalgic for all this stuff. Mm-hmm. He gets all the good stuff, but he he had rented like a chic video. 
You know, like it was one of those that was in the back room that nobody hadn't touched in 20 years. And he's like, hey, the Sheik, I'm going to rent this. But uh, on this tape was a Royal Rumble with uh, uh, the Sheik and Andre the Giant and all them. But out through the the opening, guys, it was um, there comes Tom Lynch and there comes Dad walking down through all that stuff. But but, uh, I've got that on videotape somewhere. I have to find that. If I find it, I'll make a copy of that. But uh, (laughs) it's crazy. It's crazy (laughs) stuff. Carl finds all the good stuff. He does. He does. He knows where to look, I guess. He does. He's much smarter than we are. <laughs> uh, any more que- Any more questions from our listeners out there? Come on. You guys got to have some questions. Hit us up. Hit us up on the chat line. It's okay. <laughs> Don't be scared. Yeah, you're, you're talking about the tent. You remember the story in there about you, your dad and the uh, and tent. the beer? Uh, yeah. <laughs> would you Would those, you like to tell those that story? Tents were so hot. <laughs> yeah, we we go to uh, West Virginia uh, in the hills, someplace. I couldn't tell you where it's at. Your dad drove, and he could find anything. I mean, you know, he just tell they just tell him. Where he needed to be, he'd find it. Didn't, <laughs> didn't look at a map, no GPS back then, of course. He'd get us to it eventually. Um, <laughs> so we go to this, this place in the hills of West Virginia, hotter than blazes, middle of the summer. This tent is our dressing room. It's in a fairgrounds type thing. And we're in there, and it, it, we put our wrestling clothes on just because it was too hot to sit in there in your street clothes. Right. And we were there way early. Of like course, always, hours, yeah. hours early, yeah. and your dad decides he's thirsty. Now we're out in the middle of no place; we hadn't seen civilization for miles, and uh, no the concession stands around. Of course, nobody was there yet; nothing open. And your dad says, well, "I'm gonna go out and get some get some beer." And I said, "Well, I don't drink, so could find me a coke or water or something if you can. And I'll stay here and watch your stuff." Yeah, okay. So he disappears. Out of the tent. Don't see him. He doesn't come back. Doesn't come back. Finally, I go out, peek out the tent, and he's standing at the corner of the ring with these two young ladies who were uh, bib overalls, <laughs> uh, <laughs> T-shirts, and, you know, they were bigger than most of the guys on the card. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking out the tent, and he's standing talking to these two girls, and then he points at the tent at me. And the girls turn around, they're kind of waving, you know, and I'm like, uh, this is not good. <laughs> so he comes back in a tent, finally says, yeah, I got us some drinks. And I said, okay, cool, you know. Well, how'd you do that? You know, well, I told him we'd go out with him after the match. And I said, oh, no. <laughs> said, Don't worry, we'll get out of here. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll take care of it. So we're there, and sure enough, about 20 minutes later or whatever, underneath the tent slides a six-pack of beer. So I grab it and hand it to your dad, and I'm standing looking at the tent, and nothing. And I'm going, what about me? Nah, you know, he, he, didn't, he didn't get anything for me. So <laughs> Yes, he did. He got you a date. <laughs> well, no, yeah. So anyway, we do, the, we do the show that night, and he says, well, we'll just hang out. He said, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get dressed. You know, you get dressed, and then when I get done, I'll get dressed real quick. We'll take off get out of here well the girls are standing where we can't get to the cars on the parking lot (laughs) so this goes on and we wind up sitting in this tent for everybody's leaving and 
And we're sitting there, and every time we look out, the girls are still there. They're waiting for us. And I'm like, Bobby, you got to get us out of this. You know, I got nothing to do with this. He says, well, you, if you got to take care of them, we won't have this problem. <laughs> You're going to have first pick. You know? I, no, no. You, you got us in this mess. You get us out of it. So we just sat in this tent and are still sweating like pigs. Now we've wrestled. You know, right. There's no showers. Uh, you know, I'm sure we were pretty ripe by then, but it didn't matter because I think they were riper. <laughs> but, <laughs> so finally Bobby looks out and he says, they're gone. Cool. Let's go. So we take off, get up to the parking lot. There's two cars on the parking lot. One is ours and the other one is theirs. And they're standing by our car. <laughs> so I said, now we're in real trouble. What are we going to do? So your dad being the, the talker that he was, he says, you know, we can't be seen with local girls. You know, the promoters around here, they go crazy and stuff. You'd, if we're doing this, so he says, you we're someplace we can meet you. And he said, oh, well, there's a place, you know, down to the right, turn out right here and go down, you know, it's four miles or whatever it is. And, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll follow you. So they take off out of the parking lot and we go out, we turn left. <laughs> and your dad <laughs> floors it and we're out, of, we're out of town. I said, don't you ever do this to me again. <laughs> and write down the name of this town because I'm not coming back here. <laughs> or nowhere close to. Oh, yeah, that was quite the experience. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I can just see your dad doing that. <laughs> he... And he never got you a Coke. He never got me a Coke or a glass of water. He said, well, you can have one of these beers. <laughs> I don't drink beer about me. Thanks. You know that. You ever seen me drink a beer? No. <laughs> I guess he figured if I was thirsty enough, I'd drink You drank that beer. That's right. Beer. Was it cold? Was the yeah, beer cold? It was cold, cold. yeah. He, got, he told me he wanted cold beer, and I got cold beer. I'll be damn. Yeah. Wait with the ladies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these, and these girls, I tell you. <laughs> I think they pulled the plows down there in West Virginia. <laughs> I like the one about him uh, hitting on the one of the girl wrestlers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a good one on him. Yeah. Uh, it's, we, we actually took the ring up to uh, Angola, Buck Lake Ranch, I think it was. Oh, good old Buck Lake Ranch. Yeah. And we set this ring up, and he's... At a wrestling show, these two girls come out, and your dad starts chatting with this one. She's a nice-looking lady, older, little older lady. But and so your dad decides she's pretty cute, <laughs> and so he's chatting her up pretty good there, you know, and trying to get real close to her. And so they get in the ring and start wrestling. It might have been Tom Lynch was there, and he knew him, right? And uh, anyway, somebody did. Bobby said, "I got to check this out. I got to find out something about her." So, turns out he said, well, what, you know, what about her? You know, I said, well, yeah, what's it? And, well, I think she likes her partner better than she would you. <laughs> uh, so, it turned out they were more than traveling partners. Uh, <laughs> so, they he were, was a little disappointed. They were partners partners. They <laughs> were partners partners. Yeah. They enjoyed their work in the wrestling ring. <laughs> A and little I, too much. And I can imagine I would enjoy watching that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, as a kid, Buck Lake Ranch seemed so far away from here. Yeah. It always seemed like forever to get there. Yeah. Well, I grew up in Muncie, so when we go oh. there, it was really long ways. But yeah, those were good old days back then. That was, it used to be the hot spot. Yeah. Yep. 
I remember that. I also Some remember that. Shows. I also remember being. But then it was see, there was like an old country stage where they kind of like a grand old Opry type yep. thing right there. Yep. And then you guys always set the ring up in that barn that kind of set right off to the side, right? Yeah. Well, sometimes we set, set it up, up right that. in front of the stage right. too, right there at stage level. I never seen it on there. I remember yeah. always being in there. And sometimes we're in that barn where they had the, they had mummies and all kinds of weird things in that one room. And oh, really? Yeah, we used to go through there. <laughs> <laughs> Just go through there. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. But uh, I always remember every time I went up there, every damn time I was at that place, the loudspeakers were always playing Elvira. <laughs> I'm like, I was just here, and this song was playing. Yeah, that's pretty much a country and western <laughs> yeah. place, or even back, you know, way back. But yeah, they used to bring some big. They used they used to bring some big yeah. acts through there. Are they still? Is that place still up and running? Or it, they... I think they have a campground there, and they have a few little shows, but nothing like not not near anything like they used to do. And um, I actually saw Hank Williams Jr. there many years ago. Really concert, yeah. Pouring down rain, we're out there in the rain <laughs> watching this concert. And then I thought, you know, he's pretty nice. He says, well, you folks are so nice for standing out here in the rain and watching my show. He says, I'm going to stay and sign autographs for everybody who wants an autograph after the show. Well, that's pretty neat. So we're filing out, and he's standing in his bus, and he'd open the door and take the stuff, sign it. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't getting wet. You know. <laughs> oh well, that's nice of him. <laughs> Way to put it out there, yeah. Junior. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrible. Well, Duke, we probably ought to wrap this up. It's hit about nine thirty. Okay. You uh, unless you want to stick around a little bit longer. Well, sure. I probably ought to head back home. I'm getting old, you know. <laughs> well, I worry my about curfew. I worry about Scott. His bedtime was half an hour ago. <laughs> I, I hear you. Yeah. Forty five minutes ago. Oh, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> he's gotta yeah. get a little warm down if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have to check in with my wife down in Florida so she can tell me how warm it is and I can you know, And just cry? Yeah. Feel bad and I so. I did talk to you on Monday night because uh <laughs> because I wanted to, you know, try to get the all the information because we hadn't talked in a couple of weeks. Right. And, I called him Monday night. I'm like, hey, Duke, what's going on? He goes, I'm stuck in the middle of a snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, really? I said, and I knew you were in Florida because your Facebook said, yeah. you know, it talked about being down there. I go, are you in an airport or are you driving? He goes, I'm driving. <laughs> I was like, oh, he goes, can I call you back tomorrow? <laughs> I yeah. said, yes. <laughs> that, that was uh, the, the last time I drove back from Florida, there was a... Uh, rock slide they closed the highway and i had to go i have fallen the detour had no idea where i was at or how i got home <laughs> it was like a 20-hour drive and this time um i have a blowout yeah you were so saying I have to that change early. a tire and then i stop fill up with gas get back on the highway and this blizzard comes through and it was uh, from the last 300 miles of the trip, I think my maximum speed was 45. Uh, wow. And I got home, you know, started out from Florida at 3.30 in the morning and got home by 11.30 at night. So um, I don't particularly like to fly, but it's starting to look really good. <laughs> you know, in an hour and a half, you can be there. Yeah. <laughs> Except for all the waiting time. Well, yeah, like. that's true. And then going through security, they all think I'm a terrorist, so I usually get... Well, don't Strip wear the searched and beat down. Don't and, wear the towel on your head. Well, you know, it's maybe it's the Koran. I don't know. So, did you hear that they're going to start swabbing people's hands now? Yes, they're going to oh, randomly oh. swab your hands. Okay, well, they did my shoes last time I got on a plane. So, 
I got a Korean story on one of the last flights <laughs> I was on. Ha ha, I got them. My hand's going to look like my penis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did what? I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think if I carried the Koran, they probably would have let me ride on the plane. I wouldn't have any problems. <laughs> I get searched almost every time I get on an airplane for some reason. Huh. Well, Even when I was a cop, carrying a badge. Okay, you know. oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lady in Omaha, I go clear through security and everything, and, and it said, show your ID when you get up there with your, your boarding pass. So I show her my police ID and badge and everything, and I leave, and she goes, wait a minute. She says, you're not carrying a gun, are you? And I'm like, lady, I'm 10 feet from the cockpit. It's a little late now to worry about whether I'm carrying a gun or not. But no, I'm not carrying a gun. So it's just weird. So. Wait, you're in the plane. You're not carrying a gun, are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did I make it through the metal detectors? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't your security supposed to catch me way back there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, in the meantime, this guy's going by with a big belt strapped on with wires hanging off. Hey, yeah. okay, get on the plane. It's all right. Yeah. You're next. Yeah. You're next. Yeah. You're not on the random list here, so you're going to go through. This police officer, he's going to be strip searching yeah. the back. So. Ah, and bring out the rubber glove. Yeah, well. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm yeah. driving, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I drive as much as I like to drive, but uh, her lately it's just not been real pleasant. Well, just think <laughs> so. about this. Once you get down there, there there's no driving back to this. No exactly, I mean, especially in the wintertime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Florida, Florida's seeming nicer and nicer as we look at these winters, and they drive me crazy. I was never a cold weather fan, and, and uh, even growing up here in Indiana, I wouldn't play outside in the winter time. And so, and then you became a police afraid. officer, having to direct traffic at Christmas time at Glenbrook yeah, Mall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How stupid was that? <laughs> what was I thinking? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Hey, your sister's on. Speaking of warm that. warm people, she's down in Texas. Yes. Some of that. Ah, warm people. I'm going to stay here. I'll tell you what. I'll stay here in Indiana and hold the fort down. Okay. And um, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get global warming mo- more motivated to keep us a little bit warmer. <laughs> Well, they need it. I say it's pretty cold down in Florida right now. It's getting warmer this week. Every time I leave, it warms up. So. I think it should be called global cooling instead of warming. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, it's the fourth, fourth coldest winter in history yeah. in Florida. Yeah. And I'm there. <laughs> Go figure. Wait a second. Let me get this right. If Duke moves to Florida, is he taking the winter with I him? I think so. <laughs> Apparently, a little bit at a time. Yeah, yeah. I left Monday, and my wife says it's going to be in the 70s all week, and it was in like the 50s all last week, So, but that's okay. Right, but well. still, if you get in the sun out of the wind, it's warm. Even when it's, <laughs> uh, even 50 it's sounds pretty pretty good. It is. It's, it's, pretty it's warm. If you get in the sun and there's no wind on you, it's warm. It's like 20-degree drop when you get out of the right, sunlight. Right. Though. Yeah. yeah. You so, remember that when it's and, 120. And, you know, that's okay. <laughs> I love hot weather. No slipping and sliding, and uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, what's next? Well, what you got the uh, some uh, uh, some more uh, promotion coming up for your book, or uh, going to be anywhere, or do anything? No, or? not not anything. Still waiting to hear back from the publisher whether you know what what we might be doing, and right. I've got a few other things that are in the works yet, but nothing 
nothing definite, but I'm out there if anybody wants to just come around and give a talk or He's on Facebook. Or, yeah, I'm on Facebook and uh, so you can reach me through the publisher or at copper one four five at yahoo dot com. Write that down. So C O P P E R one four five at yahoo dot com and uh it's give me a get get the book, read it, and let me know what you think. Give me an honest opinion, and I'll send my people around. <laughs> <laughs> Those people. Yeah. <laughs> That's was, right. Go check. Was it copper one? Yep. C o p p e r one four five. One four five. Okay, I did yeah. write down. At Yahoo dot com. Yahoo. You never guess what my badge number was. <laughs> uh, hmm. Mm. And see, when he said, you know, the thing was, he said copper. I was thinking. But his hair's white. <laughs> Why would he go cop? Yeah, it should for... be silver. <laughs> silver 145. Yeah. <laughs> Copper. Snowy 145. <laughs> Snow on the rooftop yeah. 145. Yeah, the roof is getting bigger. <laughs> hey, you had that same problem. <laughs> We like to kick Scott's dog as much as possible. Uh, yeah, it's okay. all good. I, I feel for him. He's a Colts fan. Uh, yeah, we don't hold that against him. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, we do. Like I said, I felt bad for him Super Bowl Sunday. He had the whole house all decorated up with mm-hmm. big banners and and his little uh, blow-up Colts guy. Yeah, you know. Every year. Right. It doesn't matter if the Colts are playing or not. You know, I, I, I feed him. I invite him into my there house. You know. I treat them well. They always go against me. <laughs> I am the lone wolf. Well, uh, you know, it's... But this is the first time I've ever lost. <laughs> the, the the Chiefs have not been in the Super Bowl <laughs> for how long, and when was that? Uh, uh, since 1960. When were the Colts in the Super Bowl? Oh, let's see, a few times. 2006. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, that's okay. uh, but just remember, when they actually make it... When they make it. And... Thirty eleven. <laughs> I was still a fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Being so cold in Florida, and then uh, stepson in, in uh, Arkansas, and it was really cold down there. And somebody right. said, "Well, hell is frozen over because the Saints just won the Super Bowl." <laughs> <laughs> it was snowing in Arkansas. So. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. That's so true. It's so true. The voodoo finally paid off <laughs> down in New Orleans. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to get on out of here. Duke, want to thank you so much. Well, thank you. And, and I want you to sign my wall. I will do and that. And get a couple pictures, Bobby, please. Will you take yes, a couple pictures? Yes, I will do that. Because somebody asked me to uh, make sure that I get a picture of you with me in a headlock. If you don't mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is this your mom? <laughs> it probably was. <laughs> but uh, thanks again. Well, thank you. And don't forget, yeah. that's crowbarpress.com where you can order the book. Yep. Uh, long days and short pays. And uh, you know what? Uh, uh, it's uh, dedicated. It is right there. I saw it. Where was it? Is it? Yep. Uh, dedicated to the memory of Robert Golden. That'd be my dad. And uh, there's a lot of stories about him in here. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I, I'm not going to lie. I I laughed. I laughed out loud. <laughs> I was laying in bed reading the manuscript, and I really just started laughing out loud. It, it's when he's like, that guy's laying on the floor. He's bleeding all over the place going, <laughs> I love this shit. <laughs> I'm thinking, I could see that. I don't yeah. know why. 
And uh, I laughed. I cried. I did. I, I really enjoyed it. And I know that uh, there's some different stuff here that, uh, and I'm looking forward to reading it again. So. so I was glad I was able to track you down and, and get that to you. When I wrote it, I said, you know, I got to get this to Jeremy and, and Bobby's family somehow because there's so much about him. And I wanted you to, something for you to remember him and, and yeah, the side of him that, you know. That I, yeah, I'm, a lot of those things that I missed out yeah. on didn't get to see. Yeah. yeah so I, I, glad i was able to track you down i'm glad to be here and glad to see you again you and too hope to see you again soon and when we ever get a chance to come to florida look us up i <laughs> i may just do that yeah come on down. <laughs> next I may- winter you'll probably be <laughs> uh got a spare room we need a place to stay for a couple of days yeah. <laughs> are you arguing with don and dan on there scott no. I see that you wrote Colts suck, but uh, I said I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> now, what kind of an argument is that? I don't know. There's, I'm waiting for some big argument to blow up. Anyways, we're going to get on out of here. I am Golden Jay. That is Scotty T. That is the Rocker Chick. And that is Duke West, author, pro wrestler, copper. <laughs> old man. <laughs> <laughs> I never go there. That's that's what he that's his job. He gets to be the old man. <laughs> Don't forget to check it out, crowbarpress.com. Long day, short pace. That's right there where you can order the book. Make sure you go pick one up. Go there right now. Go order your book right now. $15.95 plus shipping and handling. And you know what? We are going to continue to talk about this book uh, every week until we sell, what do you think, uh, 100,000 copies? Oh, that'll work. All right. All right. We need it. There's our goal. And we're, we're, we're only about 99 thousand six hundred and eighty away so we're doing all right we are on track oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right crowbarpress.com to pick up uh long days and short pace also uh go check out maverick promotions at www.maverickpromos.com for all your embroidery screen print signs banners and promotional products that's right chris does a kick-ass job give him a call 1-877-267-1700 that's maverick promotions they are a proud sponsor golden image radio so go check them out right now right after you get done at crowbarpress.com at order your book get on over to maverick promotions and order your t-shirts you can get them in this color, I think. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I still have some trunks in that color. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For uh, for all of us, thank you very much. Don't forget to come back. Uh, there's there, there's no Young Guns show this week, this Saturday night, right? That's right, because they have their uh, semi-formal dance. So. All right. But I do believe the Angel of Rock will be back on Sunday night, I think. I don't know. I guess. I haven't talked to her. What about JT and Big E? No, they will not be going okay. this Sunday. But uh, that more than likely, you may see JT and the Big E uh, doing a special guest appearance Monday night. They may stop in. Okay. So uh, don't. Yeah. So there you go. Angel Rock on Sunday night, 7 p.m. Golden Jay and Chico Noise on uh, Monday night for the horror show. Tuesday night, A Dog and T Bone Delicioso for the Tuesday night takedown, and of course us every Wednesday night. Uh, what are we talking about next week? Uh, stuff. Stuff. Maybe talk, the Olympics. We gotta and, talk some Olympics. Yes, that's right. Snowboarding competition tonight. We got a DVR. Yep. I'm watching curling. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that was on USA Today. I'm like, hmm, should I watch that? Or 
I don't know. What's wrong with that? I don't. I don't understand <laughs> it. They use a little. I don't either. It's just so weird. You have to watch it. Yeah, you can't get like, away from it. Like, I watched uh, what was it the uh, one mile cross country skiing thing when I got home today. That was boring. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it was boring. You need to watch the cross country skiing where they uh, they carry the guns on their. Backs I did. I watched that. A co- I did that. I watched that a couple days ago. I was amazed though at how many targets they missed. <laughs> you would think they train for that; they would be able to hit the targets. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, uh, Sean White goes for gold tonight, and you know how it turns out already. I'm assuming. Maybe. So when is the snowboarding on? Because Facebook is all about uh, speed skating. Uh, yeah, snowboarding, well, speed skating. Um, and the women's downhill. Women's downhill. Yeah. And there was one other thing that they were showing tonight, but they actually started it earlier today. Yeah. So Which pissed me off because I wanted to come home, flip on the TV, and watch the qualifying for the uh, half pipe. That's what I wanted to do. I was so mad I had to watch cross-country ski. <laughs> Was I not? And those he, damn Norwegians, they're he, everywhere. He will not watch figure skating, though. He hates figure That's skating. That's gay. I love figure skating. <laughs> well, check out the curling. I, I would watch curling over figure skating. <laughs> there you go. That, what, the American they had last night? Was that last night? Yes. Oh, little... my God. And his little... <laughs> I want to say pink. <laughs> oh, no, come on. <laughs> But, yeah, I think he wears that all the time. I don't think it was just for, like, the hour that he was in. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's his normal. He's yeah. known for his outrageous outfits. Obviously. Among other things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, anyways. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go check out some uh, some half pipe. Uh, you're going to tell me what happened. Just tell me what happened. I'm not sure. Like I said, I just saw the headline. I didn't read the whole thing, so... What the headline say? I don't know. Don't just don't worry you about are it. A we'll liar. go in and watch it. Liar. We got it taped. It's probably on right now. I can tell you who won the speed skating. Do I want to know? No. Okay. <laughs> you know who's the boss in this family? <laughs> hey, I haven't seen any Olympics, all right? Channel sixteen, dork. Turn it on. Yeah. Our USA. There you go. <laughs> All right, dude. We are. We're gonna get out of here. I swear yeah. to God. <laughs> this is. See, this is why I tried. You know, this is why I, I said. You know, uh, yeah, half an hour ago. So, well, maybe we gotta wrap this up because the wrap up usually lasts okay. half an hour. We're good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, man. Thank you so much for. Uh, thank you for the book and uh, thanks for coming down and hanging out with us and and doing the show. And uh, I hope. Uh, Hope people go out and buy the book. We got a hundred thousand copies to sell. So there you go. Get yeah. get out there, crowbarpress.com, and order yours today. Uh, long days and short pays. There you go. Right on. All right. All right. We'll be back next week. Until then, peace out. Rock on. Support local music and support your local arts, like authors or movie directors or uh, whatever's going on out there. It's all about local stuff. So get out there and support. We're out of here. Later. Rock on. Golden image. Oh, I finally got a crap. Rock on. 
Oh! Wow. No, 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 no. 